Hi, I'm Paul, and I'm here to help with that. And we are... SP Film Viewers. So, first of all, I'm going to say Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Oh, come on, I'm so much more chipper on that one. Try again, Paul. Merry Christmas and happy 100 episodes. <laughs> I was going to say, we're not doing New Year yet. <laughs> yeah, happy 100th episodes. I don't know how the hell you put up with me for that long. To be honest, I don't know either how <laughs> so you carried on this long for, for doing it, but I'm glad we've kind of gotten to this milestone. Yep, so does that mean we're putting this coat on and sacking off now? We've, we've achieved that job done. Uh, I actually think we're going to continue into 2022. Uh, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You can tolerate me a, a, little, a little bit, bit longer. More. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Probably when we get married, then he'll be like, "Cat, <laughs> <"Cow, laughs> yeah." Had enough of this. Yeah. <laughs> so obviously, this is going to be a really special hundredth Bump, bumper episode. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you're going to enjoy it. It's going to be fun. It's going to be Christmassy, and it's going to be amazing. Really, hopefully, um, we, we've got. It's alcohol, so cheers. Cheers. Happy Christmas. <laughs> yeah. What are you what are you drinking? Just so the people know. I have got a cider from Aldi because I am a cheapskate. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice cider. It's like a what is it, peach? Peach and honey dew. Lemon. Melon. Yeah. Melon even. <laughs> yeah. And what are you on? I am on the Sailor Jerry and Coke. So also I feel like I'm in charge today. I'm well loving this. This is how 2022 is going to be. Hmm. I'm going to take the reins. Um, okay. <laughs> News oh, to me. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just when I was on with Fiona, um, we discussed all this. Okay, I how, see. Yeah. I see. Right. It's bad influence. Behind my back. <laughs> yeah. So, also, another thing we've been doing up to the run-up to Christmas, up to the lead, and it will still be continuing until the end of this year. Yep. Is? We are hoping to reach 10,000 downloads by the end of the year. Which shouldn't be an unrealistic goal. However, at the moment, we really need a push through to get us where we need to be. Mm -hmm. We're still not where we would have anticipated at this point. Mm. So, of the holiday season and Christmas period, you know... When you kind of have that lull, you've had your tea and you're like, oh, what do we watch? Do we watch Strictly or Doctor Who? Maybe you might think, oh, actually, we'll just want to put on SP Film Viewers and just have a listen instead, you know. You know, when you're having your Christmas dinner, just <laughs> have it on in the background. For the music, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Definitely do that because then that will bump us up 100%. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, because it's all going for a good cause. Yeah, ultimately, that's the, that is the goal that we're trying to do. We're trying to, as you know, we've already donated uh, some money towards the Alzheimer's Society, but we'd want to be extra generous if we reach our goal. Yeah. Getting to that figure would really mean a great deal to us. It would, and I think it's a really good incentive for both, so it's obviously 
means a hell of a lot to us if we reach that goal and also it's given to a charity that's near and dear so it's kind of like if we didn't reach that I'd feel a little bit bad towards the charity as well I'd be like I really want to give that Mm -hmm. but then we've said and then it's like well how does that work because that bargain hasn't been met yeah yeah so please 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 I'm begging now (laughs) listen to us and on that note we'll go on to fun things now that I've 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 done my yeah, sad. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, I would feel like there's no. I just feel like I'm starting from a bad note of like, oh, it's pressuring people to listen to a thing. But obviously, it does. It does mean a great deal to us that you you do enjoy our content and stuff, and oh. then just share around with everybody that yeah, you know, really is just the, the what we're trying to accomplish. Exactly, and to everybody who does listen to us, we are so grateful. For oh, you yeah, don't get me wrong. Yeah, listening yeah. and to us witter on, um, for hundred episodes. I, I, yeah, I don't know how we've gone this long and people still seem to enjoy the, the our content so I'm, I'm very grateful obviously 100% so thank you very much to all you listeners I think as well now it's become part of our life like yeah yeah like it, a routine yeah yeah it's I actually when we've had a break from it and it's not been often that we've done that it's only been like leading uh, up to oh, the 100th yeah, every other week yeah yeah kind of thing just for, just for as, we've, as things have gone yeah but it's I've missed it I no, feel same, like this yeah. is the longest I get to talk to you and it's like a dedicated slot where yeah. I get to talk to you about films. Mm-hmm. Which I love doing. So It's good. As yeah. long as we're happy, that's all yeah, that matters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And thank you for everyone who's listening, supporting us, giving us so much love. We've met so many lovely people this year as well, which I always get a bit scared of either having people on as a sure. guest. Well, I, I know I get stressed. Yeah, about you do. <laughs> all this whole setup and everything. But then obviously you get flowing the conversation and everything's fine. And you yeah. make so many new friends by doing it. And it's amazing because these people are literally the same as us. They want to do the same thing. And you've just got this common interest from the get-go. And it's just so easier to talk mm, to them. Definitely, yeah. So can't thank you enough, Paul, for putting us out there, really. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're welcome. And uh, yeah, no, I'm hoping to do, obviously some more stuff in the future or networking and things like that and big so, big biggish plans with how we're going to mix things up in the future i, I can't think. wait I told you he's going to give me the reins i'm going to be like the new ceo or whatever so if you do want us to either be on your podcast or you want to reach out and join on ours we're more than open to mm-hmm. any suggestions on that so please just messages and let us know if that is something you do want to do and um, the door is always open we'll Probably never say no, to be fair. <laughs> no, especially me. I'm always like, oh, yeah, cool, yeah. More, more networking, yeah. Yeah. So it's normally me you speak to anyone on the socials, really. It is. So, yeah. So just message Paul and he'll be like, yes. And then I'll be like, well, actually, we're busy that day. And then we'll probably make <laughs> an agreement on what day we mm-hmm. can do. Yeah. So always open and available to new and exciting things. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Okay, so without further ado... Let's get into the episode. So, the first film we're going to be talking about today is one that I initially thought when I was like planning what we're going to do for like the 100th episode. And I was thinking like of a film that would like kind of like encompass everything that we've kind of like encountered. Mm-hmm. Or th- through our film viewing journey and also kind of things like that we both enjoy elements of that which is it's got Christmas mm. one thing 
It's got horror. Yeah. And it's got and it's a musical, which we know we both like La La Land and Singing in the Rain. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. So I thought this would be a good option to do like a like a full episode dedicated to it. But then I thought, you know, I need a bit more than just that for like a a hundredth episode. So I posed the question to you, and then we kind of talked over it. So we've got other ones that we're going to be talking about. In three, yeah, it's a trilogy. In this one, like like we would for the like birthday specials and stuff. But this first one we're going to be talking about is Anna and the Apocalypse. Yes. So this one, I know I had for a while. You were telling me about this one, and I was like, it's not a Christmas film. I hadn't seen it. I didn't know nothing about it. All I knew was Apocalypse zombies like literally that's where my brain went mm-hmm. so i'm like really paul it's christmas and you're putting in something scary also the fact of in my head you've kind of shortened my christmas down anyways we've only covered a few yeah and, I know. and you were like well it is a christmas film and i'm like I, w- I was really really one i was i couldn't comprehend how a zombie film was going to be related to christmas whatsoever yeah and then i was sat there <sighs> and I was like lulled, I think, into this f- false pretense initially, uh-huh. because like a good chunk of it is quite quite nice and fluffy. It's like it feels like this school kind of drama right. piece. And admittedly, I hadn't seen this before at all, so I was coming into new to this as well. This is the first mm. time watch for me as well, which was which really is... nice. Even though I kept on forgetting that because I think we've watched so many films together. Yeah, you just assume. I kept on going, Paul, what's going to happen? You're like, I don't know, and I'm like, what? <laughs> How do you not know, Paul? <laughs> no, no, this is the first time watch for me. And so I didn't know what, in terms of what to expect, really. There'd mm. been like posters saying, like, it's a, like, La La Land meets Shaun of the Dead or something like that on the poster. So it was kind of like, okay, we're going to get those vibes from it. And that's, that is very apparent well, that's... in a lot of the way that the acting is delivered mm. and obviously the, the singing that's going on in it. Shaun of the Dead, that's with Simon Pegg, isn't it? That's right, it? yeah. Which Is that when... That's to do with an apocalypse, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's a, it's a similar scenario, really. It's, it's very, very similar vibes. It's Are like, you classing that? That one's not at Christmas, is it? No, it's not. No, no. Oh, okay. No, no, no. But it's the way it's set up is like, oh, right, it's, you know, oh, everyone's got a cough and cold and everything, and it's like, and then it's this <laughs> unknowing virus and stuff, and then you're kind of like, oh, what's going on there in Shaun of the Dead, this is, and then... You, you next day you wake up and everything and he's mm. going down the street and he's everything, everything, everything seems normal but he obviously he's kind of ignorant to it all because there's like a part where like Anna's dancing down the street she's got her earphones in and she's totally totally oblivious to what's going on so that, again that's that's very reminiscent of what Sean the Dead is like <laughs> I'm wondering when was this film released 2017. So La La Land was... Really? Was La La Land before this, then? Yes, it will have been, yeah. Oh, my God. That that seems like La La Land was yeah, not think, so long ago. Yeah, I think that was just like a year before. Right, okay. So, obviously, coronavirus wasn't a thing at this point. So, do you, does everyone think that we're going to turn into zombies, then, after all of this? I don't know, because <laughs> Shaun of the Dead was way, way back in the day. So but why do they think it's a cough and then like, oh, this pandemic kind of virus thing and then you, you get to become a zombie because I really felt when Anna was, it was around Christmas time like we are now mm-hmm. and she could hear it on the radio and they're saying about cases and all of this yeah, kind yeah. of thing and it was like, oh my God, this feels really real. 
Yeah, yeah. Until the it, fact that zombies came into yeah, matter of fact. Yeah, yeah, of course. But films like zombie stuff they, they can that can sort of happen in these kind of films because well, it's got to start somehow, hasn't it? And that seems the most logical reason. It's like a disease that's mm. affecting pe- infecting people. Unless it just came from the grave and they were already dead. That's the other thing. <laughs> yeah, like in like Night of the Living Dead or something like that, yeah. Like, me and you did actually, when we were watching this, we did say, didn't we, what would be our tell, like, if we were a zombie or not? Or if I wasn't me and I was pretending somebody else had took over my body, how would you know by something I did... I don't think that's so much a zombie. I think that's more like invasion of the body snatchers. Is that what it was? Yeah, yeah. Like Cause... a clone or something. Of yourself. Yeah, not a zombie. Because you'd know if you were a zombie, you'd be like... Uh... I guess. Until, but what about if I hadn't turned completely yet? There's that kind of stage. Because it seemed to take certain people within this film. Somebody could turn quite quickly. Yeah, yeah. And then others, like the dad. So I don't know if it's to do with like sort of self-control or your willpower to stay mm. alive. Because like, obviously he's got his daughter to think well, about where his friend, the other people who's one of the characters' friends gets turned like, like say like that in a shot. Yeah. So I don't know. But it's like more determination or something like yeah. that within somebody. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll go to the beginning then. So initially Anna is she's at, she's at school. She's quite a pretty school girl, but she's not like the popular one. I wouldn't say she's got like a little kind of niche group. Um, I mm. think she's dated the popular boy, and he broke her heart. Yeah, yeah. And then she's got her best friend, John, mm-hmm. who is clearly just her best friend, but John has more secret feelings yeah. than he lays on. And you've got another couple as well mm-hmm. within that friendship group. Yeah. Which I can do without, really, to be fair. I'm not really fussed too much on that storyline. I don't know. No, I... I feel that's really just uh, they seem to have like everything's perfect for them, but everyone else around them is like struggling with their own problems or whatever kind of thing. Like, oh, Anna's wanting to like break away, and so she says in one of the songs and such. John's like, oh, you know, he's got hidden feelings towards her, which is kind of sung throughout, isn't it? So it's like one of those things we kind of. Get to know the characters a little bit, knowing Anna has got a ticket to go kind of travelling, which her dad wasn't aware of as well. Yeah, it's it's kind of got one of those trying to set up something from the get-go, isn't it? It's like, oh, you know, the the single father, oh, if your mother could see you now, kind of mm. thing. It's like, oh, it's, yeah, is that... almost feels like, you know, like, oh, this is so particularly forced drama type of thing, if you know what I mean. Like, it's you would almost like you would on a soap opera kind yeah. of thing, unfortunately, that's... One of the things that's it does come like uh, nag at me with that really. A little it's bit. very British. It's very kind of yes, not your teen um, American, which I actually prefer in yeah. a sense because it is. It's not like you've got your cheerleaders and like your high school musical yeah. glee kind of. It's... I know that's what this almost can almost be interpreted as in a way. I was I was a bit worried that it would kind of go down that route initially i was thinking oh this is okay like with the first song they sang where's that okay it's not it was did start to get a little bit like that when they were doing the the song called hollywood ending where it's kind of like bashing on the tables and standing on the yeah and stuff it was a bit like ah this is kind of leaning towards that way but not like too over the top of doing backflips and stuff or something like they would in i I enjoyed it actually because i used to watch glee and everything like that and this is like Mm -hmm. not as cheesy 
and it was working quite mm. well for me. I was like sat there thinking, I'm really enjoying this. I'm like mm. giving Paul some stick. Well, yeah, I think you said at this point you were thinking you I'd seen it already, didn't you? And it, yeah. was, it wasn't like 30 minutes in thinking, what, you hadn't no, <laughs> I haven't seen this for the first time. But I was enjoying this. Most of the songs I do enjoyed, like when they were doing the Hollywood ending song, when they're all in the lunchroom, whatever, cafeteria. And I did like the fact that obviously, like I say, it's not your typical thing because there's one of the, well, I guess the, the school bully or whatever and his mates are like, oh, one or his friend wanted to get involved and he's like, no, sit down, kind of things like it's like you don't don't start singing and dancing with these <laughs> losers, kind of thing. That's so, uh, uh, I like that kind of yeah, added take on to it, it didn't it? It's like no, no, we're not doing this. <laughs> yeah. So you do also get another character called Steph mm-hmm. as well. So she's, um, I believe, she's a lesbian um, within this story, and um, she's obviously got a girlfriend, mm-hmm. and her parents seem quite distant as well. So she kind of gets brought in. She seems like one of those blessings that's a little bit of an outcast. She's not really got any friendship group or... As such, no. Yeah, and she kind of clings on to this group a little bit because they kind of... I'm guessing they're a nicer group compared to like you were on about earlier. Yeah, yeah. Which Anna dated, didn't she? The popular one. Yeah. Which I don't know why she was interested in him whatsoever. I don't really. John, I don't... The whole thing is like John is there... And that's the problem sometimes, isn't it? Like, because he was is there, she takes him a bit for granted. granted yeah. And he's so oh, he's such a lovely character, is John. Is he a bit like your Sam from Lord of the Rings, as such, in, he, in in a similar way? Yeah, I think so. I think he is my Sam. He's just the sweetest guy, and it's like, oh, this sounds really horrible. You <laughs> hmm. kind of want to have that at school or something like that. This like lovable guy. That you can just kind of talk to, and I guess that's kind of you, Paul. But I never had that. Do you mean like to be friends with, and then you would grow a relationship? I guess. Okay, right from childhood friends to then something more. Right. Yeah, I get it. But I think you wouldn't have spoken to me anyway, so we would. No, no. Unless I'd have been like, "Hi." (laughs) Yeah, maybe I'd. I was terribly shy. As more shy than I'm these days. So bless you. It's good, but I would have given you a chance. I know mm-hmm. that. Also, we need to talk about as well within this the teacher. Oh my god, he's a nightmare. The, oh, you mean the headmaster? Sorry. Well, the soon-to-be headmaster yeah, 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 who yeah. thinks he needs to take authority now. He's yeah. literally got an authority trip, hasn't he? On this. Yeah, he's yeah. Like, I'm headmaster, and it's like I don't give a shit who you are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was looking at, when we were watching. It's like who, who is he? he? Looks so familiar. He does. I tell you what, he's. From that, I was like, when I look back over his, like, who he's and what he's done. Do you remember the Ricky Gervais Afterlife? Yeah. Show? He was the counsellor in that. You know, the one oh, who was, the prick. Who was, who was the prick in that as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, he, he's the one who kept on saying, oh, you need to go out there and bang yeah, whoever. Like, yeah, and he was talking about all these sex encounters. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was him. Oh, great. So clearly, he was a prick in this role and then. Ricky Gervais thought, oh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I'll have him. <laughs> yeah, I think he's 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 done other stuff. But I haven't seen him in in those. Roles no, I haven't. To be fair, but, well, but, but would I have done? What's his name? We know the actor or the yeah, uh, Paul somebody or other. Oh, he's named after you. Yeah, but he's, in this he's called Savage, which I guess is is his last name, though. Isn't yeah, yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just referred to as that on IMDb. So, so you kind of get this. 
full of security, everything's seeming okay. They're mm. making snow angels, it's all kind of nice and Christmassy. There's lights up and everything, and it's working perfectly for me until, like you said, Anna wakes up the next day. Yeah, and then that's... I guess that is kind of put to the side for a moment, I guess, with the old Christmas things, what I mean. Yeah, it gets parked, yeah, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, Which clearly it would. It would, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. It wouldn't be the main focus as such, but in amongst all this kind of stuff, you have, like, instances where they're kind of, like, running through an enclosed space with, like, the Christmas trees warehouse or something so i guess there's, there's stuff like that and there's anna gets like a one push gets like a candy cane thing as a weapon to hit yeah. zombies with and all that kind of stuff so it's kind of like sprinkled in in amongst <laughs> all all that really and then the carnage yeah but it's done really well it's not like gory or anything like that it's not too over the top really it's no there's the one instance where it was obviously first real sense of gore is when they're John and uh, Anna are in the in the park, and they first encounter a zombie snowman cost in a costume. Yeah, and Anna does the seesaw thing and he, like hits him in the head, and the head comes off and spurts and everything. It's like yeah, that's it's quite a yeah quick turnaround of events in terms of like mm. that this is happening and this is like gore, just you know the blood spurting out and everything. And all that. Not a scary gore, if that makes sense. Even though no, there's no. lots. Yeah, it's yeah. more comically done than... That was known, done for comedic effect, definitely, yeah. yeah. So I think so that's th- what it is. It doesn't feel scary. Mm. Yeah, I think you've said, mentioned also the fact that in terms of like a zombie film, you don't, you wouldn't find them that scary because you could just run away from Yeah, them. I, I think this is the thing. Like People are like, ah! And it's like, well, a zombie walks slow and he's like... Ugh. Yeah. And it's like, why is that scary? Because all you could do is... It's it's stupid. Like, you can throw something and it'll go the other direction. It's like, it's worse than having a dog. You know, it's well, literally thick. Well, I mean... It's got it's, no brain, has it? No, not a function... Only, only a brain in the sense of it, it's instinctive senses. senses of, like, I need to eat your brains or yeah. just eat you, whatever. But that's it. It's It's not really... It's not like a proper human coming at me and can physically take me on and attack me. No, but it's not like throwing a bone, is it, to a dog? Like, go here, boy. But like, you, you put the telly on and it's like, oh, there's a noise there. I'm going to look at that now. Yeah. And while that TV's on, you yeah. can do whatever you want. Yeah. the I will say, yeah, it's a, a fair point of that. It's a bit stupid that you might, you, you can just run away from it and that'd be that. Mm. But if you're in a it's enclosed space and you don't know there's one coming around the corner or something... And it kind of takes you by surprise, and yeah, you, you're screwed because it's like he's right there. Oh, uh, trying to get can... away, you, you're bitten him, anything. You, but you run. One bite, you're dead. You're, you're, well, you're not dead. You, you're, you're done for, him. basically. Yeah, you're done yeah, for. Yeah. This is it. This is the whole thing with, with these zombie movies. You know how well, majority of it's going to end. It's just like who's going to survive for the longest and who isn't, kind of thing. The only other zombie film I've really watched, to be fair, is that one that when we was in Scotland at the um, Edinburgh Film Festival, mm-hmm. and that was a bit rapey. It was a bit sick, mm. actually. It was, yeah. yeah. I felt really queasy in this. So did I, admittedly, yeah. I remember, I, yeah, I didn't find that. I was a bit like... Because, mm. yeah. yeah, it was just wrong. It was really yeah. wrong. I'm not even yeah. going to say what it happened, really, because it's like I don't want to dull our Christmas episode and 100th no, episode no, no, no. with that film. No. But that yeah. is the only one. Apart from, obviously, the Simon Pegg one you're mentioning. Sean and Dead, yeah. 
I haven't really seen yeah, no. any other yeah. zombie no. films. No. They're not, in terms of, um, as, as much as I like horror, they're not my go-to in terms of like horror genre, mm. like sub-genre, because the only good examples are Night of the Living Dead, which is like a black and white early George A. Romero one. That's like one of the founding thing, zombie films, I guess, in, one, in a sense. And um, Dawn of the Dead, which is another one that he did as well later on. That was in colour, so... And that's like that's the ones I think of in terms of zombies that are like good examples of mm. of that in terms of building a story and all that. But otherwise, they're all kind of the same. I never watched like the Walking Dead TV series because this, you know, what the episodes are going to be. They're going to be oh, the zombies come in, let's hide away and like yeah, right, yeah. move on, right next place. It's and it's quite like predictable, yeah, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Really. And you know, it's going to end ultimately. End. It's not going to be not going to end well unless someone. Develops a cure for a, the never virus. Never seen that though, really, in yeah. a zombie film. Not really, no. But anyway, yeah. So That's... we're kind of in the um, bowling. What's bowling called? alley. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's at the moment. It is just Anna and um, John. Which actually, no, it's not a lie. Anna and John go to the bowling hall. Yeah, yeah. And we've got. Yeah. Steph and, and Chris. 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 Yeah, who's okay. the one who's the one doing the filmmaking for like the I homeless? Think I think she wanted to get yeah, like yeah. A, a, a true story, didn't yeah, she? Yeah. Did Steph? Yeah, yeah. And they're in there all together. They're safe for the time being. Obviously, make sure you lock your doors, and then mm-hmm. the zombies can't come in. And they've got the this ball pool, mm-hmm. and I think it's Chris and um, John that are in it, mm-hmm. and they're kind of going through celebrities of like who would become a zombie and who wouldn't. <laughs> and there's this one part where they're like, what about Taylor Swift? And John's like, Tay-Tay's fine. Why would you even say that? And I just thought it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. She can't be a zombie now. No, no, she couldn't. But Unspeakable, it... but sorry for Justin Bieber to be, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's always the butt of the jokes. And everything is like, it just... He's just he's easy to have a dig at him for whatever reason. I feel sorry for him actually. He was a he was a prick, but I feel like he's trying to justify that's ah, oh, I get it. Um <laughs> what? Justify. Uh, I'm showing that one of his albums. Wasn't or Justified. Ju- wasn't that Justin Timblakes? Oh, one of them. I don't know. Um but yeah, so basically he's trying to be a bit bit better now, I think, but he's still got a past, hasn't he? It's just not fair. Yeah, I guess. But Tay Tay can't hurt her. She'd she'd be a good zombie. She, now I'd be scared if Taylor Swift were a zombie because if you've seen the legs on her, she, she'd be <laughs> able <run>. to run. <laughs> Probably, maybe not in high heels. Probably so. Yeah, to be honest, I think yeah. she would be able to. But it, but in the, but obviously the bowling alley is another good instance of the the horror element. Is um quite clever. Where obviously when I think the knockoff one of the zombies' heads or something goes down, the, knocks the pins over, and then it mm. comes back up like the bowling oh, ball. Oh, that, that was a, a bit, good... a bit, yeah. That's funny. Yeah. I, it was quite gruesome. I think I went, at that point, but it was like, the only thing that made me feel a bit... Not even the bit where he smashes the bowling balls against... No, because I, yeah. I was thinking that because he wasn't doing anything. I'm like, just get the bowling balls! Come on, like... I think, between me and you... Are, are you going to say, like, who's going to survive first? Well, no, who'd be more aggressive? I think it would be me. Like, I think... I don't know how I can... I'd... Well, I think I would be, knowing it's a zombie, I'm going to... You know, I know... I'm not going to be one of those people like, oh, uh, what do I do? 
kind of thing. Because no, a lot of in these films, like what you know, like aim for the head, obviously. Yeah. Because and sometimes you get these things where where they don't they seem to don't know that zombies are a, a thing in like pop you know from from pop culture. You, you know if they haven't seen any films that involve zombies, they don't think of the fact that oh, aim for the head. And some film, in some films, they're in a universe where zombies don't exist at all in any kind of form okay. in terms of they're knowledge. Of, like... So they're like, I don't know what to do here. And it's like... We'll just whack it and then you see where what injures it and then you'll figure out, won't you? That's yeah. my attempt. Like, oh, okay, that didn't work. Next time I whack it somewhere else, see, mm-hmm. see which one's more effective. Simple as. But I do think I would be, I don't know, I think out of me and you, I think... I think I'd protect you more. I know it's so bad, doesn't it? But I think with my childhood little experience of me being a duffing, mm-hmm. yeah. so that's like I used to play fight with my dad. I, I used to, at one point I winded him when I punched him. I, yeah. We were in Asda and I threw him off guard and just went boom and walloped him in the stomach. And well, he was a 40 year old man at that point, and I, I wasn't that <laughs> young to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you obviously don't need to aim for the stomach with a zombie, you just need to aim for the head. So I'll just punch him in the head and it will be right. <laughs> yeah. On the back of that, if I had been bitten and turned, was going to turn to a zombie, would you kill me off? I'd ask you before you turned into a zombie what you wanted me to do with you. If you wanted I, me to kill I, you off. I would, yes, I would say, like, for your, for your sake, yes, just end me, to end my suffering, because I know I'm just going to be okay, then brainless I would. and... Or mindless, you know, just go after you type of thing. So I'd rather if, you. Not... If I knew that was something you really wanted, oh uh, yeah, then yes, yeah. I would, I would do it. Because everyone's in that situation, and they're thinking, oh yeah, no, oh, I'd be fine. But in the moment, you might be like, oh, I can't do it type of thing. But I'm I won't if... look at you while I yeah. was doing it. To yeah. be fair, okay, right. If I'm honest, yeah, close your eyes. I won't, but I, w- I would find it difficult if I didn't have that conversation with you. I probably would leave you if okay. I didn't know it was something you wanted me to do. Okay. But, but if so, I knew but, you wanted me to do that, then I would do yeah, it. Yeah. But would you, you, you'd run off, like, to get away from me. And if I said, go, get away before I turn, you'd, you'd do that. Wouldn't you? And then you'd be like, you, you might encounter me at some point later on. And then no, be I'd like, oh my God, wait it's until you turn and then I'd just, yeah. Uh, I'd rather, okay. So you wait for me to turn and then kill me. Yeah. Okay. Right, as opposed to do it before I turn. I won't kill you before you turned. Oh, okay. Fair enough. I'd just... What? Wait. Okay. If I if I went like uh like died as if I was dying, you would, and then immediately after, right, you dead. You just passed on, but you're gonna wake up in a minute and be a zombie. No, then... I'd have to make sure you were a zombie first before I killed you. Okay. <laughs> You'd have to be a zombie. Okay. Yeah. I'd have to just hide somewhere, even though yeah. that sounds sad because it's like, well, well, I'd probably just spend time with you until you kind of turned into a zombie, and then I would like kill <laughs> okay. you. Great. Yeah, that, that, I'd that's, spend that's as much. That's not make things a lot easy, won't it? I'd spend as much time with you before you kind of turned to think. Mm-hmm. Anyways, what about you? Enough about me. If I became a zombie, I find it hard. But yeah, I'd, it depends on the situation. But I'd, I would find it difficult. Obviously, would I go to heaven, or would I not? Would I just be? <laughs> I don't know how it works. Somebody else would kill me, probably. Maybe, yeah, in some way, capacity, perhaps, if there were the survivors in this situation. Mm. But um, yeah. So if Otherwise, I got you're just bitten, walking would you... around the, the the world looking for brains, would you just run away initially? And then kill me later. What would you do? I don't know. I it would be either either that or if you wanted me to, I, w- I would just do it there and then. Kill me before I'm a zombie. Yeah, rather waiting around because waiting around 
there might be someone something coming behind me and I don't know about it. And then I'm like, I'm taken anyway. So it it depends on the situation, of course. But anyway, would you not just want me to bite you? And we could be zombies together. Well, like the 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 two the the couple that have this the what they think is a Hollywood ending for them, and then they end up not Both. get they still get bitten by the zombies, but they end up like you know like the they're they're, they're together. And then there's like a moment when there are zombies that kind of brush past each other as if they're like, they still kind of know that they're... Yeah. Yeah. Holding hands. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. But overall, like, with the songs and stuff in it, do you did you enjoy... I did, of... actually, yeah. I don't think there was one that actually grated on, on me. Really? I don't know if there was one for you. Oh, there was... There, oh. Th- there was a couple. I was more thinking of Anna, to be Oh, fair. yeah, no, no, like, those songs hers... are they're, they're okay, yeah. Yeah. Like everything Anna did, I think was brilliant. Even yeah. John singing, yeah, yeah. Scottish. Yeah. Um, I don't know why that. I think that was a Scottish accent that I tried to do then because he's Scottish. Scottish, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's close enough, yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Well, this this film is set in. It's not. It's called Little Haven or something, isn't it? Yeah. But it's a fictional town in in Scotland. So in Scotland. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. getting worse. Yeah. Well, the, the two songs for me that didn't. That kind of annoyed me, really, were the when um, the, the ex boyfriend. Yeah. That's all I kept to name him yeah. as. I don't I've got get his name. Somewhere. Nick, his what was it? Soldier at war. When I was a bit weak, you know when he's like very high pitched. Yeah, it was just a bit irritating. It's like oh, I'm obviously he's a, I think one of the characters you like you meant to hate kind of thing a little bit. He's like oh, so cocksure of himself, and then yeah. it's like oh, I'm. Beating up the zombies and all that kind of stuff, and it's just that the song was really crap. So big headed as well. I yeah. know they sent the army in, didn't they, to kind of kill the zombies, it's, and then what happened was it populated more zombies because yeah, because they, they got attacked and yeah, you know, it's, and his dad apparently was in the army. Yeah, so he's like, oh, I'm having to defend for myself and everything like that. And I feel like he's one of those characters that you want to kind of really, really dislike. And then I'm thinking the writers hope at the end you're going to like him. But I didn't. It didn't change. Yeah, that really didn't change for me in that. There's other films I've seen and you kind of it kind of flips around on, on, on that. But on this one, I really just didn't really care for him. And sadly, he's one of the survivors. The survivors. Which really, really grates on me. Yeah, it's the, the least deserving person to... Yeah, 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 yeah. Which we'll get to that point. Yeah, which mm. absolutely devastated me. Which I've noticed that's the reason why I like it when you've watched a film. Yeah, yeah. So you know what's going to happen. I can kind of know what's going to happen. You FYI me, and also it's your fault then that it upsets me. <laughs> I can't really blame you mm-hmm. because you didn't know. So it was no, like, no. I was like, yeah, getting us scot free here, but I couldn't, and I really wanted to twat somebody. The other song I didn't like was the Savages song when he's he has them all in the well the the school or whatever and he's like yeah, nothing's gonna stop me now or something whatever he's gonna he's saying like in this weird like ha 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 tone to his singing like mm. and the way that he was moving you're going to legs. listen to me and yeah jumping up on the thing and everything that's a bit, a bit strange sorry like what are you doing mate weirdo really yeah, creepy yeah. though but I guess that's what he was going for yeah. One of his other songs I liked was the um, the one who was in the relationship and she was all happy and her and stuff and, and her boyfriend didn't show up at the when she was doing her like oh like, that was jazz. filth wasn't yeah, it yeah yeah like I proper didn't... like wink wink innuendo I didn't understand that initially because I 
the way that Savage was acting the teacher, oh, like, oh, finally, somebody brilliant was coming on the stage. Mm. And then initially he was enjoying it. Yeah. And he seemed to be, like, kind of enjoying the filth until he realised what was being said. And then he was absolutely appalled. And I was like, I don't understand. Yeah, I don't know if that's when the, the, the backup dancers came on with, like, no tops on. And... <laughs> Spoil it for yeah. him. Yeah, I guess. I do, like, yeah, it's kind of like, you know, like the Santa baby kind of vibe, but obviously a lot more like uh, uh, unload your sack and all that kind of <laughs> word in play. But it's funny. Not very Christmassy, no, though, is it? No. I don't know why people have to kind of sexualise Santa. Like... Maybe some people. Well, I think there's a... I think there's a film called Bad Santa. Have you heard of it? I've heard of it, but I've not yeah. seen it because why would Santa be bad? But it's um, I think it's something to do with the character. One of the characters in that, I believe, is somewhere like she has a like a sexual repression of like you're know, seeing Santa as like a person who she wants to screw. So I don't know. Maybe that's it's an old man. I I don't know. It's <laughs> people are weird. Like. Don't get me wrong, if it was somebody like, I don't know, Ryan Reynolds, then fair enough, I'd get it, but it's Santa. God, I don't know. Well, do you want to screw Mrs. Claus? No. No. Oh, no, so the the other, the fish wrap. You know, I I'm like a that. Fl- that fish, like, mother flipper. Yeah. yeah it actually made me laugh, which is a rarity yeah. for me with these kind yeah. of things. Because I think this this is like a comedy. Oh, yeah, heavily as well, comedy. Yeah. As a horror slash yeah. I think comedy and horror can go hand in hand, really. Like I say, the Shaun of the Dead is very strong in this. Mm, It is, I can see where you're coming from. But weirdly, I didn't enjoy Shaun of the Dead that much. I don't know if I was... How long ago was the last song? It was a while ago, it was. And I think me and you were only just starting out and you were like obsessed with Simon Pegg at this point. Yeah. Not saying you don't like Simon Pegg, but you were like obsessed with him. Yeah. And I was like, I really want to like this, but um, it's, yeah. we might need to have a revisit of that. Really, I didn't enjoy it, yeah. but maybe my preferences have changed. Mm-hmm. So, going into this, then they kind of team up with this Nick, who's the ex of Anna, mm-hmm. and they're trying to get to the school to see Anna's dad. Mm-hmm. And my John, my poor little John, yeah, he gets bit, yeah. Yeah. and I'm like, no, Paul, no. <laughs> If I'd have known this, I wouldn't have watched it. Merry Christmas, everyone. The nicest character in the film gets into a zombie. Nice guys finish last. Yeah. No, that's not the right rule. And why does the ex-boyfriend still live? Like, who wrote this? The director and whoever well, else was needs, involved. I, I need to talk to him and tell him to rewrite it. I don't know. It didn't give me a happy ending and it really, really upset me that John didn't survive. No, I get what you mean. It, it kind of... Caught me off guard as mm. moment, especially the way it happened. He was kind of like, he's going, he's, he's, yeah, he's going like through the reindeer for some reason, but then he's like, had a hand out, and then off camera, like, <laughs> zooms in, and it's like, oh, oh, pans across, and yeah, a zombie bites his hand at that point. It's like, oh no, kind of thing. It's not like someone just burst through and just yeah. got him or whatever in the midst of everything. It's kind of just a How? off moment because they're thinking, oh, we're all kind of safe, and then just. Is what I mean about you, yeah. you can never keep you got to keep your wits about you even if you think. But I feel like Anna actually probably regrets it because I think she did care a lot more about him than she probably let on, and maybe there yeah. would have been something possibly. To be fair, I felt like that's how it would have blossomed. To give him a chance, but 
obviously didn't see him that way, but you can't force. She did. Someone. She just didn't want to did ruin. What? I think she did see him that way. She she was it was growing and leaning towards that way, but hmm. it was one of those things she didn't want to spoil the friendship she had with him. I guess. Why? Because it, it's always hard when you're really, really best friends with somebody. Yeah. But you want to take it to that next step, but you don't want to spoil what you have. Mm. If it doesn't work out, it's that. No, I know what you mean. So, yeah, I was a bit gutted about that one, to be honest. And after that, I stopped writing. I, I think uh, I've got like a little paragraph and I'm like, uh, okay. proper annoyed. Yeah. Well, the whole thing with Nick anyway is like, you had to, it moment to like saying you had to kill his dad. Mm. And you're supposed to like feel sympathy, sympathy for him at that point. And he like cries for like two seconds and then switches back to like hard mode when he's like, oh, enough of this kind of thing. I've got a man up, I'm going to go fight the zombies again. It's like, it seems a bit, what, what's that all about, really? Kind Trying of, to be a hard man, right? isn't he? Yeah, but why show that Side. emotional breakdown for and that also... one second and then just carry on being like, you were just either have that or don't, you know? He also cause... has that moment with Anna as well where he's like, why did we break? Yeah. Break up. Why were you like that with me? And it's like, because apparently she'd opened up and then it were, it didn't talk to her the next day and then they broke up kind of thing. She thought they'd had a moment. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's just a bit of a dick of a character, really. And it's like, but yet they think, oh, that's a good way to end it with him living. And so the film ends with Anna, him and Steph. Steph I, I like Steph. I feel like she kind of grows into her own character and I think it shows that, that she's a bit of a wallflower Yeah. within this school and everything like that. It's like, yeah, you but do... She's, she's American as well, so... Mm. Yeah, so kind of that, that isolation of, of that as well going on. Yeah. And obviously her parents are not around. She's also got the fact that she's got to be... Obviously she's a lesbian and it's mm. kind of that acceptance piece which it should, should be there, yeah. clearly. Yeah. But it might not be for some, so that's a lot harder... Mm-hmm. And you can just tell she's got a lot of struggles going on. Yeah. Yeah. So we also have a bit beforehand where Anna is going to find her dad. Yeah. And they get to the school. Obviously, you've got the creepy scene with him locking the children in with the zombies, just the teacher. Mm-hmm. And then you've kind of got this battle with Anna and that Savage. Happened. Yeah. And <laughs> that's a bit all bizarre, and there's a bit of a sing songy. Yeah. Battle between them yeah. two there. Yeah. And. I really think her dad, as well, this is another thing that shocks me. It's like, okay, John got bit, right, so she's going to free her dad and get away that way. Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen either, does it? There's no. no happy endings in this story. No, no, there's not. It's, um, I wouldn't say a twist as such, because I, f- I feel like there's going to be that element to the, the fact of, you know, her dad gets a bite somehow or whatever and it's kind of like Anna's got to grow up and like you've got to be out on your own now she was going to do that anyway but now she's got the actual realisation that she can't stay she's got around. no choice she's got no choice now so she has to move on and but stuff my question is when they get in the car mm-hmm. like where to now yeah and like the just drive kind of thing yeah very open ended but okay I've got some zombie questions <laughs> okay because this technically is my Second zombie film, yeah. I would say. Can't remember how Shaun of the Dead or whatever ends, to be honest. They kind of almost accept that zombies are a part of their world now. And there's like, a, I mean, on TV and like, you know, I dated a zombie and they're on like game shows and stuff and everything. So it's kind of like almost how like... How do the a, zombies not eat people though? 
controlled. I don't know. They didn't go into that. And that into that. Le- That's stupid. But anyway, so part of me thinks, how do they know wherever else they're going? There isn't going to be zombies. Well, this is the thing. You don't know how far it spreads, of course, do you? So, and if they're going into there, then much, are they spreading the much virus? like much like the virus that you know started in thing and now it's gone worldwide, isn't it? With, with yeah. this, so <laughs> it's just the same principle, isn't it? It's like it's going to be probably everywhere. So, By the time we're done. Yeah. So is, is there any more zombie related questions or it's was that, that it? it's just like, well, how do you unless you become a zombie, how do you how does a zombie film end? Like would you cage them up? Would you kind of move them all onto an island and burn them? Mm-hmm. What how would you resolve a zombie apocalypse? Yeah, this is the problem I sort of have with those kind of films, because there's no real clear resolution to those mm. situations it's like it's, it's a like, horror but we're, it's... we're all screwed it's just <laughs> inevitable yeah them. i think that's the problem because like in a horror film normally the like the killer is either killed, killed or... or it's just one person and it's not going to you know affect like you know like in halloween or whatever and it's yeah. like yeah he's, he's there out of there somewhere but you you know he's going to come back but it's just point. one person Essentially, so not like a whole. It's not everybody's a suspect. As not such. everybody's problem. It's yeah. not like worldwide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is it's just to a town. Yeah, and I just I don't know. Apparently, thinks well, people have bunkers and such. There's also that game, isn't there, to do with zombies? It's a really popular game on the Xbox or something. My sister played it. We had this little girl with black hair. Oh, uh, that was with the Walking Dead. Was it the Walking Telltale Dead? Telltale series. That was a good game. I did enjoy that, obviously. But that's a game rather than... I enjoy that more that's than what I meant. watching the, the TV series because at least that's a bit more interactive. I've not even seen the TV series. No, I've seen like one or two episodes at the beginning and thinking, no, this isn't for me. But how do you... Did you learn how they survived or did they just have to... No, just carried on. Just Carried on looting li- and yeah, living that, the life. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. You live in a community, bowled in by walls and stuff, and that's how... Why can't you bow the zombies in, you know? Well, that's easier said than done, isn't it? Put a crate over them or something. <laughs> Could be lurking anywhere, though, that's the thing. You think you've got them, and then someone other pops up. Anything else, Dad? Yeah, just a couple of things I picked up from the... Took some time to look at the, like, sort of, like, the documentary that was on about the, like, the making of the film. Mm-hmm. There was supposed to be an opening number for the film. I think it was kind of sort of briefly when I was skimming through the extras mm. on the disc that we have got. And it was saying about there was supposed to be in the, like, that arcade bit as the, there was supposed to be the opening, but there was with this, like a Santa or whatever. And there was, but that was supposed to be like a La La Land opening, but I don't think that happened because of the weather was just like one minute sunny, then snowy, then rainy. And it's just like the cat, cat uses this footage. So they kind Typical of British weather, but yeah. well, or Scottish weather, should I say. Yeah. Mm-mm. Terrible, terrible. Yeah, always snows up there. <laughs> and the the fact that there's like, because everything was sort of normalish to begin with, like the the color in the background, the lighting and stuff was all kind of like v- bright and vibrant. And then the darker colors and the black tone, that color palette started coming in a bit more. As obviously, as like shit was getting more. Intense, really. The darker yeah, it was, yeah, the yeah. darker the yeah. kind of image. Yeah. So as the story progresses, so does the the color tones of in the in the scenes that's going on, really, and then everything kind of also gets a bit more like, I guess, like sickly green and stuff. As you know, the everything sort of sours 
as mm. well as what they were talking about as well. So that's kind of like a, a strain I didn't pick up on that as, as such this time in terms of learning to learn on the part of like the, the colours of scenes and stuff. But um, maybe it's kind of a little bit more subtle, really, in terms of what they were going for in this. I think I can see it now that you've said it, but it probably needs another watch because yeah. there's quite a lot going on in this film, really. Yeah. I don't know if... In terms of like rewatching again, I don't think this is one I'd watch like every Christmas type of thing. Maybe like every other. Yeah. Come back to it again, of course, but it's not like oh yeah, I must see that again. Really. Not around Christmas yeah. time, even though it's got Christmas elements. I feel like it's one of those things you could probably watch it in like November or something. Even like October, you know, it's yeah. gory enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got a bit yeah. of Christmas yeah. in it, yeah. but it wouldn't be. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it's full out right a Christmas film. No, it's. It's, it's, it's half certainly a Christmas film. It's certainly more <laughs> Christmas elements than some films might. You might some people might class as Christmas film, but it's um, it's definitely more like a comedy horror drama. Mm. I guess was yeah. the best way of putting that. Really, right? If you're ready to go to the scoring on this first section, we'll go with you first. Okay, I'm just I'm just betting in my head where I'm going to go. Mm-hmm. So really enjoyed it. Really mm-hmm. enjoyed the musical side of it. The Christmas element was brilliant until it disappeared. I think I'm definitely gonna have to deduct like half a point just for the fact that John got bit. Okay. <laughs> Very really biased by me, but that is gonna happen. I would definitely watch it again. I was pleasantly surprised because when you said zombie apocalypse, I didn't know it was a musical until we kind of opened up and you were like, "Yeah, it's a musical," and I'm like, "Oh, okay." I'm Which, sure I mentioned that to you before. I just think it's weird. It is weird the way that it's done, but it's something yeah. I've not never seen before. No, definitely say that. Yeah. And I think that's what's intriguing about it. I would definitely watch it again, and I think it's enjoyable. I enjoyed it more than I thought I was going to mm-hmm. for a zombie apocalypse mm-hmm. film. Yeah. So it would have been an eight. Okay. If John would have lived. So I'm going to say 7.5 just for the fact that he dies. Okay. If he'd have got if if he'd have been in replacement of Nick, yeah, that'd have been a good ending for me. Okay, that's I'm I quite higher than I thought you were potentially going to give it. Really, mm. feeling yeah. jolly, <laughs> despite it not being too too Christmassy. I think he had some really good characters. I think that always helps me within yeah. films. Good, good. I'm quite happy with that scoring. What about you? Only slightly lower. Than yours, actually. Oh my goodness, it's a horror film, Paul. <gasps> horror, yeah, but it's not like a, oh, I'm scared or anything. It's no. like I say, like zombies, horror is not like, a, oh, yeah, that's, that really does it for me or anything like that. So it's nothing gripping in that sense. Don't get me wrong, it was some of the, the hits and stuff were like kind of comical with, with how they, play, they played out and stuff yeah. like that and quite creative. So, uh, enjoy the songs. For the most part, there's a, there's a couple that I mentioned before and everything. Since it wasn't as too corny as as I thought it was going to be, it's definitely in terms of songs that I would maybe listen back to on like Spotify or whatever. I think it would be just more the ones that more like focus on the Christmas yeah. element as opposed to listening to them the the cast singing. It wouldn't be like oh yeah, I must have that playing on the thing because it only in the context of the film. Where you got the visuals to yeah. relate to, then yes, it works perfectly fine. I did like the fact that you know it's the the main th- whole thing of the story is like Anna coming to terms 
with her leaving home growing up. Yeah. And it's kind of like, you know, appreciate what you have in that moment. Because obviously she's, you know, like most teenagers, oh, I just want to get away and, and stuff like that. And then, you know, like, a, a cry, obviously a very extreme case of the crisis like this. Her dad's been bitten and you know, her friends have been and now she's like, oh, you don't know what you got till it's gone. Yeah. Type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's one of those kind of relatable things when you're kind of in that stage of being at school, gone to college or sixth form and yeah, then yeah. you're kind of flying the nest, going to uni. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like that stage of the, mm-hmm. do I go to uni? Do I not? You know. Yeah, yeah. And you're an adult, but you're not. Mm-hmm. And you still feel really like you heavily rely on your parents' choices. That's true. Yeah. And this characters for the most part, uh, yeah, they're enjoyable and... I think for what it was, it, it works. What about John? Yeah, yeah, I do like him. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I wanted him to live, obviously. I didn't want Nick to, to live, because he annoyed me. He was the one of the weaker points from the film. He's like, oh, <laughs> get away. So, do you mark down a point because John <laughs> doesn't live? Uh, I guess so, but my overall score is going to be a seven. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Definitely something I would want to come back to at a certain another point, to... but top you up because you're going to get even crankier soon aren't you yeah yeah but next one up is not the christmas one that we're going to be talking about we're going to like break it up yeah in terms of that we're going to talk about a japanese animation we'll be right back and we're back Mm mm-hmm yeah. And we're now going to be talking about Kiki's Delivery Service. <laughs> the, everyone's favourite Christmas film. <laughs> yeah, it's not a Christmas film at all. I understand why you wanting us to do this one, though. Yeah, would you like to enlighten people <laughs> if they don't know? If they don't know, this was our first ever film review. Yeah. I think we were experimenting on what we wanted to do and how we wanted this to look at this point, weren't we? Mm-hmm. We'd only just started out. Yeah. Is it like 10 minutes, not even that? I think, as I rightly recall, we did do a bit more of a, a, a kind of an analysis. Mm. We kind of went through almost like beat for beat almost throughout the film. But what the idea initially was intended to put these clips on YouTube and have them as like like little animated, which would have been amazing. Clips. But the time that would take, to, to we wouldn't do, be yeah. able to get. Yeah, if, even with the simplified animation stuff, it wouldn't. It would take too long to do. With my day job doing animation as it is, it was already time consuming to do mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So it, it didn't quite work out that way. And I think this is a much easier format to just talk and a lot more in depth anyway. And more so, enjoyable in that sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I think that's kind of good for you as well. It's making this like something on the sideline as well. So we want, I wanted to include this one in this hundredth episode, obviously, to kind of like a roundabout way of going from the beginning and give it a actual proper in-depth review, as opposed to what we published to the public initially. Yeah. It's sorry, like right, yeah. you made me listen back to it. And I was like, what am I even saying? <laughs> Hanging on about this cat thing. I'm thinking, really, so. Is that yeah, all you bothered about? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd I like to think I progressed a lot while doing well, this. I'd be, I'd be interested to hear what you've taken down this time as well. Okay. Yeah. And I think, if I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think we just watched it with the English mm-hmm. dubbed, didn't we? 
Yeah, yeah. Whereas this time we watch it with uh, subtitles yeah. in the Japanese language, which I think for myself, again, was kind of like a first time doing that as well because I think I'd only watched it a couple of times with just the English really? voices on it. So um, for whatever reason, I think. It seems to be more, though, now. I'm better with with subtitles and such. And I feel like anywhere I picked up a lot more this time because I was reading on that sense daft as opposed to what they were saying. So, which is like, oh, yeah, I kind of see that now. The way that is what it's going to try to convey and stuff. So it's kind of good that we did it that way. No, I agree. I I picked up on a lot more than probably I did last time. Yeah. I've seen this. Yeah. And... With it being in Japanese, I don't know. I felt like I focused more on it because I had to read, and then there were certain little intricate bits that I just could see more vividly. Which mm-hmm. I'm thinking, never saw that last time. It was a big chunk of the film I'd completely forgotten about as well, <laughs> right. which is like, mm-hmm. okay, where did that bit go? <laughs> I will say though, she is. I think this is scary for anybody, but she's only 13 years old. So I will I will reiterate that because I know I've probably said yeah. that in the past and she's a witch and it's like okay go be an independent woman and fly to a town yeah which is almost kind of sort of parallel to what Anna and the Apocalypse was in a sense because of the fact that you know she was like well obviously a girl who, who wanted to break away from her town and stuff and see the world or whatever mm. but obviously this is slightly different because well, it's, it's just a different scenario. Overall. But it, I don't know why 13 years old. I know normally I think it's 13 years old you become a witch or you, you can apply your magic or something like that. Like in Hogwarts, you go to school then. Mm-hmm. And in Halloween Town, she was allowed to know she was a witch at 13 or something. Or if she didn't become a witch at 13, she would lose her power, something like that. So something to do okay. with the number 13 is relevant. Okay. I think of obviously like when young kids are... <laughs> the uh, anime of Pokemon is uh, like a 10-year-old and you can just go out in the world. And be a, you get your trainer's, your trainer's license and you can be, you know, go out into the dangerous world catching Pokemon. It's like, why would you do that at I such a young like age? I feel like Japanese people let... I don't know if it's all right to do that at that time or Maybe if it's, it's safer something. over yeah. there, but <laughs> you seem to become more independent quite quickly over there. Yeah, they are very work, much work-orientated, aren't mm. they, anyway? So maybe that's there's something in that, perhaps. Well, the fact that she was meant to go camping was Kiki on the night that she decides oh, yeah, yeah, then yeah, to yeah. go... Ditch your dad, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I note that down as well, yeah. And it's like, oh, that's a bit harsh. She wants to spend time with you. And you're like, nope, sorry. I have to go and be independent now. See you later. Strong, independent woman now. Yeah. I don't know. time for you. I'm just trying to think of myself as a 13-year-old. I remember going into upper school at that point. Mm-hmm. And not enjoying being in upper school. Because I think when you're in year six, you're the big fish of the primary school. You feel... Oh, yeah, you're at the top level of that Mm. level in school, yeah. Exactly. You're the big wig, really. And you're kind of like, yep, okay. And then you kind of think that you're better than... You're more experienced and everything. Then you go into upper school. And then you're back where you start. It's like a a job, isn't it? Yeah. Literally, yeah. the the scum of the sea, basically. You're like, not even like a little cell. <laughs> you're mm. nothing again. And it's like, it's that kind of finding your feet, I guess, is what this is about. Yeah, yeah. This is definitely what 
the story's trying to convey really it's kind of like getting her to find her place in the world and you know like start a career out out there and i didn't but, even have a job when i was 13 you probably had a paper round i don't know i did that was my first job i can't remember what age i started but i didn't have a job when i was 13 years old i didn't hmm. I don't think I would have been confident enough. I, I had it all upon me when I used to have to go on a bus. I remember that used to be a problem for me. Do you remember? What do you mean? Sorry. I didn't like going on buses. Oh, yeah. You, you had a thing with that. You always got driven around. I did. I got chauffeured around. I didn't like going on a bus on my own. Yeah, I think right. it... So, yeah. yeah right. So, the thought of getting on a broom for me at the age of 13, I'm like, this is nearly impossible. If I can't even get on a bus, <laughs> then I'm not going to be going independently. Maybe if I had my own broomstick, I'd be all right. But I really love Kiki as a character. Oh, yeah. She's so lovable. She's got such just, gumption and... She's very simplistic in her outfit and everything, isn't it? It's just a... Yeah, but iconic as well. Like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you kind of know that she's got the red bow and the... Well, they refer to it as black dress, but I think it's like a dark blue. But Yeah, I can see where yeah. you're coming from. But, but obviously, yeah, witches wear yeah, black. Yeah, yeah. And they have a black cat. Yeah, because really that dress is not kind of the same shade, is it, really? Yes, yeah, it's, it's Gigi. Gigi. Yeah, yeah. Gigi is an amazing cat. Yeah, yes, yeah. I wish we had a cat like Gigi. We've got Arthur, but Arthur's not as sassy as Gigi. No, no, we can't understand what he's saying. Also, <laughs> Arthur, I feel like he'd be talking to me like an old man. <laughs> like, hello, Sophie, how are you? I feel like that's what I'd have. Whereas Gigi comes across a bit Italian hey? in my head. It kind of like well, got that Italian... Do, 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 you, uh, do you remember what he sounded like in the... Um, no. In, in the English dub, no? No. Okay. Um, well, he's not Italian in that, I can tell you that much. <laughs> um, I don't know where you're getting that from. I think it's his sass. Okay, fair enough. Um, the, vo- the voice... Um, do you remember from Jingle All the Way? Bringing it back to Christmas. I like this. Yeah, the, the little small one. That you know the not Arnold, his neighbour, his the the one who's like trying to move in on his wife. Yeah, yeah, him, yeah, yeah. The one who's like the apparently the hunk of the 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 block or whatever, the bachelor. Or whatever. Yeah, that's he's the, does the same voice as Gigi in the all right in the American nice right. yeah version. Okay. So, so it's really... American. <laughs> but, well, it but... seems just like a little bit of a sassy little yeah, yeah, yeah. cat. But he's good, in that. he's good in that in terms of acting and, and mm. that, so it works. And in this, you kind of, he's, he's definitely got that cat sass in the Japanese track as well. So I love him in the yeah, Japanese yeah. one, I do. Yeah, cool. And I picked up on little things that Gigi did more this time. Mm. So, like, <laughs> there was one point where he he loved anything that had a black cat on it. Like, he's he like, like, it's me. Yeah, yeah. oh, it's me. And then he's like, oh, with the cage when she does, Kiki does her first delivery, and mm-hmm. he's like, looking like that's me. Then there was a cup that was Gigi. Then there was something else as well that he saw mm. himself in. And it was like, there was like about three things mm-hmm. that came to it. I just thought it was quite funny the way it, he did But that. I guess that kind of reflects on how a cat would be. Maybe like, oh, you know, they look in the mirror and thinking, oh, there's there's another cat in the <laughs> room. What are you doing here kind of thing? Or yeah. They maybe don't realise it's it's them, but, you know, they think it's another cat or, or whatever, so. But I think it's really endearing yeah. and cute and I feel like he has this sweet... Personality to him, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like the... Almost like Sark, 
sarcastic tone in some situation where like Kiki's like you know like, optimistic about stuff and she's like trying to bring her down to earth like oh I don't know about this place or whatever is or, or things like that. We can yeah. always leave. Yeah. Or... yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you sure you want to live here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Until he meets the white cat and then these kind of changes his tune and a little. Smitten, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah smitten yeah. kitten. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know as to obviously the the whole thing with her being you know going to this doing a year out almost like a gap year yeah. almost to, to to live in the real the real world so to speak and mm. in a town or whatever how do you know how does she know whether a witch is already occupying that place or not because if if she went down to this this like um port town whatever and like oh is there is there a witch here and someone goes yep sorry they're, oh yeah, I've I seen one the other day. And be like, oh, well, I've got to go find somewhere else now. Like, what is this town? Ain't big enough for the two of us, type of. But I don't get why. They, yeah, there should be only just one witch. I don't get it. Yeah, I yeah. don't understand. Yeah, because of the fact, also because, I mean, with what Kiki does in terms of witchy stuff, all she does is fly around under broom. There's no like, she's not doing spells like in Harry Potter or anything like that. Or is potions, she, or potions or anything or like, like that, to so. help. Yeah. 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 So it's really you could have another witch doing something else, else. a different yeah, job, just yeah. like anything, anything, isn't it? You get different people doing different tasks. Yeah. yeah. So you could have more than one witch in one town, unless it just stunts their development. I'd... I don't see how. Yeah. No, I don't yeah. really. I just think it's quite scary going into a town on your own. I, to be fair though, I never did that at uni. Hmm. I stayed in my comfort zone. I think the scariest I've done is gone to Australia for four weeks. I'm. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, technically, I'm not on my own, but not with really close, dear ones, mm-hmm. I'd say. And I think that's the, that's the scariest I can relate yeah. to. Yeah, yeah. And I think for me, that was but, scary enough. Yeah, but you weren't in a situation where you didn't have, literally didn't have anywhere to stay. No. Or, you know, like, oh, what am I doing here kind of thing. You're like, no job, lucky. no no money as, as such. Yeah. Whereas she's kind of like landing the things, like, asking around, like... Like, almost like, yeah, hey, how are you doing, kind of thing, and expecting, you know, everyone to everyone be like, to oh, wow, like, yeah, 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 you're a witch. Oh here. my god, there's a witch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, Whereas they're not like shunned as such, you know, like, oh, I can't be doing with you type of thing, but everyone's kind of just going about the business, almost like, normal. like, oh, okay, whatever. I'm not, I've got no time for you. Type you're not of thing. a big deal. Yeah, yeah. It's not like the Queen's come. Yeah, it's almost like that kind of side of things is kind of forgotten about, like witchcraft or. Someone flying in a broom isn't that impressive anymore. It's kind of like, yeah, we're modern time. It's even though it's set in like the fifties, I think. Yeah, it does. It does have that fifties vibe, and which but, I quite like. Obviously, yeah. the cars are the same. Yeah. Vibe and the music it feels a bit French. Yeah, it's like a European vibe too, which is kind of nice. You know, like the yeah, like you say French. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I do think they don't really care for witches whatsoever. And I think it's a bit unfair how Kiki's mum possibly has given her that intention that you're going to go to a town and they're going to love you. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's not really the case. We, yeah, it's never delved into how well she was established before she became like well-known and where she was situated and stuff and how all that, that background. You don't know like the ins and outs of no. all how... But it just makes but... it feel a bit more apparent that Kiki's mum settled in quite nicely when yeah. she'd met a, that, that lady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That she was kind of still doing the potions, the medicines, yeah, yeah. but... And stuff, yeah. But, so as far as in terms of her 
witchiness. That's all she's kind of known for. She's not doing like having potions fly up in the air and mixing themselves or anything <laughs> like that. It's kind of she's kind of doing like a chemistry set almost. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. that's kind of stuff. So it's the wit the wizardry or whatever you want to however you want to call it isn't like in Harry Potter where it's got all these super they don't have a effects wand. or anything like that. Yeah. Also, yeah. um I love the fact that she's obsessed with the radio. Oh Kiki, yeah. 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 She's wanting that nearby. She kind of likes it for little up news updates and like some music and everything like yeah. that. Kind of shows her young. Yeah, self. I, I know it done. It's kind of like she's almost like you know, like uh, I don't have radio. Like you know, when a kid's just passed the driving test, so like I can I turn on the radio, kind of thing. But I'm cool now. Yeah, I'm independent to do that. Yeah, you know, the new driver with the can have the responsibilities of having the music on while they're driving, cruising down the. <laughs> The road, whatever. That's cute. Yeah. The the whole thing with the obviously a lot of flying in this, obviously because obviously that's the main job. Yeah. I think because of how like Hayao Miyazaki is very big on that aviation and and stuff. I think this is he's kind of capturing that in terms of like you know like a a physical person as opposed to just a person in a plane and stuff. Is 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 kind of capturing that element quite well in this kind of like spellbinding way it's kind mm. of like oh wow this is amazing kind of like in a in a in a in a way that kind of captures your imagination you can you know like with a plane it's kind of like yeah you, you get, can expect that because but because obviously it's a person on a, a broom it's something fantastical he does it really well yeah, yeah, and yeah. there's certain scenes where Kiki's struggling a little bit with the broom and he makes it more realistic. Yeah, yeah. Like not just getting on a broom and you're like, Oof, I'm Easy off. peasy, yeah, 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 yeah. It makes it realistic and you can relate to it. Even though you don't fly a broom, you can relate to the fact of like getting in a car and it not starting or you're stalling. No. But like some of the shots, you know, like when she's hovering over the, the town or whatever and it's like, oh, this is amazing kind of thing and it's like... Just the beauty of it feel, all yeah, is just yeah. so cleverly done and hand-drawn and... Well, yeah, you kind of expect that from Ghibli films. Well, and stuff. yeah, the new one that yeah. we half watched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. The three D element in that new one earwig, whatever. It's yeah. You couldn't gel with it, could you? I really couldn't. It's it's it's, it's too far removed, I think, from what's thing. But you know, he, he's, he's getting on a bit, and it's can't he can't be, draw no, as much can he no. as he used to. It's not his fault. It's just the way that the world <laughs> is. Yeah. I know he's goes. got stories to tell, but he, you know, he's got to let it go. It's not to... a Kiki though, delivery oh. service or like a Totoro. No, no, no. So in terms of like her getting established and stuff, she's. I, I think we mentioned this in the in our brief review of that. It was like a almost like a, a fluke chance that she managed to find somewhere to stay and everything. But obviously, that's to progress the story and everything. I would. I do wonder if this hadn't have happened with the pacifier and obviously the lady at the bakery. Yeah. What? What kind? What would of... she have done? She been. I think I said would... she was sleeping on the the streets or whatever. And where would she have gone? Bless yeah. her. Or would she have had to? Because it was Tom Tom that was quite interested at that point in her. Still. T- Tombo. Tombo. Tom. 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 What's his name? T- Tombo. Tom Tom. Tomboy. <laughs> Tomboy. With a where's Wally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if she'd have put. How would she have known where he lived? You know, that would have been the, maybe yeah. another route, possibly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because um, he was the only one who was like, oh, fascinated, because he'd probably never seen it. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. For the early years, he's kind of just... For the early stages, he's kind of like referring to Miss Witch. And it's like... A, that's a bit of almost like a 
It's a cliche, isn't it? It's like kind of yeah. saying Miss Woman. It's like pointing yeah. out the oh, obvious. Oh, lady. Yeah. yeah of like a rude, who you are. rudeness to the whole situation. Yeah. 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 A bit ignorant, basically. Yeah. 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 But. That would be the only other way I could think it would go unless she had to stay, like, sleep rough for a night. She already technically kind of did, didn't she, with the fact that it started really raining when it was meant to be a clear day, clear night. Yeah, yeah, can't trust the weather. No, you can't. And she ended up in the hay, the train with the hay bales yeah, yeah. for the cows. Yeah, at least she shaved some time off travelling, I suppose. I yeah, it's true. Yeah. But I do think the baker is, like, the lifesaver in this, in this story. Yeah, she yeah. becomes the mother figure. Yeah, I think it's kind of like showing in that the the fact that, you know, like having a good, it's who you know type of thing, you know, get established with something, you know, someone gets you a foot in the door and someone to help you boost, you know, like a starting point and who's so giving and and everything to just to give a helping hand and then you give that little push to to get you started, then that's it's really great to have someone like that. And you don't have to do anything. And no, she really doesn't. What she's no, doing. No. But of course, you know, this is a Ghibli film, so everyone's all super nice and everything. Everyone's but, perfect. But yeah. It, it's a case of she's pregnant herself, bless her, is the baker. Yeah. yeah. She's got obviously baking duties and a shop to run. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that other man is her husband or not. Yeah, it, it seemed certainly at the end it's kind of implied. He didn't say a great deal, obviously, he's kind of like the stoic, like, mm, like and mm. stuff, but. Yeah, I'm guessing it's their family-run business. Because I think the, he looks husband and wife younger than her. Yeah, because like bit. the baker looks—I don't know. She looks like an older lady compared. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm thinking I don't really know what the relationship there is, but I'm assuming it was that they were a yeah. partnership. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, it did seem a bit odd that did to me. <laughs> and he's a man of very, very few he words. Does he yeah. even speak? He more just grunts, I think. Yeah, and kind of. I winks at Gigi and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, he does do a good gesture at one point. I think when she's kind of established as Kiki's delivery service, <laughs> he like bakes her a little bread sign in for the window in the shop because obviously the kind of like it's the bakery slash delivery service. Which you think is so sweet. Yeah. And also like the the lady, she's like, you can have my phone as long as you um, help out in the yeah, shop. We'll do is, this. Yeah. We'll make you breakfast. Really doing a lot for this kind of little witch, really. Yeah, yeah. And also helping with the delivery service. Even though, to be fair, if I was a witch, I wouldn't be going down the delivery route. Because the fact that she gets... It's like being on a motorbike, isn't it? You're not sheltered from any weather conditions. No, not really. Because, yeah, the first delivery was that, that toy in the cage. With the cat and everything and it starts raining there. It's got windy, didn't it? Because uh, the... yeah, it got yeah, it got windy, yeah, yeah. Because the um, what were the geese. Ge- the geese? The geese were in a v- they were in a V formation. And it's like oh, the uh, Gigi says oh, you're talking to him. It's like oh, they're gonna go up because there's yeah. a wind. I have a question. Hmm. I don't know what you think. Do you think animals can talk to one another? No, I I don't know if I'm being ignorant. I think you're gonna laugh at me. I feel like cats probably can communicate. I feel like it's a language. So, Wait, do you mean with other cats? Yes. So cats. Well, with yeah, cats of course. It's just talk. like we can talk with. But then I feel like a dog would be a different language. So it's like he would speak, let's say, Stop. cats speak English and dogs speak French. You know, I feel like they wouldn't understand one another. That's how my possibly, brain works. yeah, because it's a we always do this with animals. Like the we think, oh, why doesn't it just 
do what I say or, you know, like, why isn't it, why is it behaving that way? Mm. It's because they've got a different, obviously, the brain and mindset and of how things work in their little lives. So it's, there's, there's no way we can truly understand, like, how a, how a, like, a lion would think, how, but I how don't a bird think would think, or, a you bird know, could talk like to a cat. No, only in cartoon worlds. Because when they were doing it, I'm yeah. thinking, hmm, okay, interesting. So do they actually think that happens? Because I would think it's a different language. Like, that's how I would interpret Could be, could well is be. Is that what you think, or is that just a I, thing? I hadn't thought much about that, to be honest. I, I just take it for face value of, like, oh, because it's a cartoon in this situation, mm. they, they yes, animals can talk to other animals because that's made, well, that makes sense. Well, do you believe a cat can talk to another cat? I, 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 could, I, could, I could envision that, yes, of course. I wasn't, I didn't think, maybe cats and dogs can because they're very in close proximity to other most of the time. Maybe. But in terms of a cat and a bird, probably not. No. I don't know. I didn't <laughs> give it too much thought. I don't know why, it just was like, hmm. Even though there's been other things, like we watched that Robin Robin. Yes. Um, which is a Netf- on Netflix, Netflix original, yeah. is yeah. it? And, yeah. And... All them animals spoke to one another. I didn't question it, but for some reason, I don't know why. It just, when I was watching yeah. this, I was like, hmm. Yeah, see, I think that's just a common thing that it just, because it, yeah, for story's sake, it wouldn't make, it wouldn't be much fun if the, if the bird and the cat are going, what? To another, and they're like, what are you saying? <laughs> uh, and going, you know, like, mm, give like... me a. <laughs> I feel like Gigi was like the interpreter, though, of all animals, and I was like, that's what it made it feel like. I think it's just more for a story point yeah. of thing rather than just... Coherent. Yeah, to explain the situation, what's happening otherwise, yeah. So, I feel like with Kiki being, obviously, a first delivery service and everything like that, she's so humble, and I feel like I remember being like that when I was little. You're like, oh, thank you so much, and you don't want to charge anyone too much. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, I like, don't understand. Like when I started trying to do yeah. like freelance stuff, and it's like I don't know what's what's a what's a good rate. Don't want to undersell myself too much, but don't want to be like taking the piss. I don't want to take them stuff. too much for granted, yeah, yeah. and I want to have their business. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll do it for free just so that I get some yeah. experience, and it's all of that. And it's it kind of brought me back to when I was trying to do that with my photography, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And I felt that same kind of thing where it's like. Oh no no that's too much you don't you, mm-hmm. you don't need to give me that yeah yeah whereas now I'd be like actually this is what I'm worth yeah 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 it's weird isn't it how just a couple of years on you exactly yeah your mindset changes Change. and you know what you should mm-hmm. be worth yeah. yeah but for her obviously this you know first impressions are very important and this mm. is kind of like oh no I've I've booked this up because I've lost the thing about I've got to get this delivered otherwise this looks bad on me which is which is fair enough so. Gigi has to be a substitute for the doll and everything, and that's like a nice little touch of bringing that across in a in a comical way of like it the works si- really give, well. again for a timer on the situation. Like I'll, I'll be right back. Just play it out, and then you know be the my doll for me for a little while, and I'll go and get the what I've dropped. Everything that's this is really clever. It is really clever, of. and as well to be fair, the dog within the home. Yeah. Really helps them out a yeah, lot. Again, probably communicating with one another there. So, yeah, animals can talk to one another. Yeah. I don't know if it was telepathic or something at this point because they weren't marking and meowing at one another. So it yeah, was yeah. like they were reading each well, other's minds. Well, you didn't see it. I think that was maybe off screen, I think. Oh, yeah. do you think? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Telepathy okay. dogs and cats. And... <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think that, they're that clever. 
But I do think it's a lovely. It's just, it's just lovely in general. I think this is really. Uh, yeah, I think the most thing I got out of this one overall is the whole. It's more the back end. Mm. Um, with obviously as as she kind of like trying to get her business up and running and everything, and more the the part when she kind of loses her powers in a sense. She kind I of felt like, it. That really touched me this time, whereas last time I watched it, I didn't feel it as much, and this time I really felt it. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. It's kind of like a, oh my god, like this is, I kind of like understand what it's this is going for now in terms of the, the story because you might just think, oh, it's just just a witch just delivering stuff is and face value. That's what you might think it is, and mm-hmm. but it's more the 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 fact of um, you know, flying. Is is her job basically, and um, her confidence is in it, in it is kind of diminishing yeah. because that's all she's she's all she's got, and with with everything going on in this new situation that she's in and everything, it's kind of like oh, this is a bit stressful, and it's almost like you know like weigh, weighing down on her a little bit, and so uh, like with the well, I forget the the lady in the the cabin, I forget her name now. I forget her name, her name. too. Yeah, but. Uh, she she brings up a point like later on when she kind of like come back to her as mm. a character and like you know it's a bit like artist block basically or yeah. writer's block where it's like you get so involved in trying to do your work and then it's just, you can't do it's, nothing's working out for you but you have to step back mm-hmm. have a breather relax a bit and then you come back to it and you you write as rain again you go yeah. back to you get the the creative surge back so this is the kind of situation that's kind of reflecting on her she's she's kind of hit a wall Kiki has. In terms of doing stuff, and she's got t- too much on her plate in terms of like emotional baggage. Yeah, she has. And she's had a lot to deal with, with. for thirteen years old. She's <laughs> yeah. out on her own. She's yeah. only in bloody pancakes. Yeah, yeah. So she's not having any like, nutrition. Yeah, yeah. She's kind of flying now. What she used to enjoy and was really excited about. Yeah, that's what I mean. Is sucked the fun out of it because she's doing it daily, and yeah. it's a chore, and yeah, it's yeah. not as enjoyable. That's what I'm getting at. And I think that's what it is. Yeah, I appreciate it from all different sides yeah. of things. It's never as exciting as you think it's going to be. Like, even a singer. Yeah, yeah it'd be a piece of piss. Mm. Or being a guitarist or whatever, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, I know Ed Sheeran wanted to, wanted to be a singer, songwriter so badly. But there's so many songs that he's wrote, like, where it's like, actually, it's not that all it's cracked up to be. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things you dream about it, and it's like, actually, it's not as great as I thought. Yeah, yeah. It must be hard when you have a dream and it comes true and it's mm-hmm. not what you wanted in the end. No, I know it's it's an hard pill to swallow sometimes. But for her, it's also the point of with the fact that she's losing her ability to talk to Gigi like like me and you are talking type of thing. You know, yeah. she's just, it's just a cat meowing. It's like, what? What's going on? That made me really sad that did. Yeah, I felt it's really like sorry she's for losing her best you know, friend. Yeah, almost, yeah. Because he's the one that she talks to the most and confines in, and he normally gives something back. Yeah. And I feel at the end that doesn't really get resolved, even though she can fly again. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping eventually it would, because obviously mm-hmm. she can fly. So hopefully, her magic powers will the stronger they get, the more likely she'll understand Gigi again. That's that's yeah, yeah. the hope of it. But it doesn't kind of. No, I don't know if that's also because of the fact that if this is any correlation or anything but the fact that he's found you know 
like you said before, like a, a female companion to be with mm. and that he's kind of like, oh, well, now I'm kind of too involved with her now, so I haven't got time for you type of thing. It's almost like a... You do see that happening, though, with Gigi, to be fair. He does yeah, kind of like she's... too much, you know, spending time with someone else instead of you type of thing, like moving on, basically. Mm. And another thing that I, I kind of noticed this time as well is that, that um, when she's hanging out with... Kiki's hanging out with Tombo and he's like his flying machine <laughs> that he's got. Um, I don't know why she don't let him on her broom. Don't know. Like he wants to fly so badly. Like, yeah, yeah. He's, he's he's you know his mother says like oh he's head in the clouds almost. Yeah. Kind of so like, you'd have thought well get him on your broom then that's literally well, what he wants. I know she loses yeah. her powers shortly after, know, but I don't know if that's a bit of Miyazaki in there as well, like you know because his obsession with aviation stuff. Yeah. But, but the 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 part where he's kind of like she's she's hanging out with him and then a friend his friends come along and like come on let's go hang out or whatever and she's like nah I'm not interested in coming to hang out with you anymore type of thing it's kind of feel like that she wants she's kind of like grown to like him a little bit I think she likes him a lot more and she likes the attention from him but when someone else is kind of drawing attention from him it's like nah I'm just going to just walk away now because I, I, I want you to just be totally focused on me as opposed to everyone. I don't want to share you, basically. Bless yeah, her. Which is, okay, because again, emotions of a, 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 teen. a new teen. Yeah. It's naivety, isn't it? And you don't want to share. You don't. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. just how it is. Yeah, yeah. So I think there's a lot I've got out of this watch this time around. I think the subtitles help as well. It's sort of explain that up a little easier for me. I think it does. It makes it easier to understand and it makes it more clearer. Adds a little bit more, making it more special. Yeah. I also really like the scenes as well when she's helping out that older lady. Yeah, yeah. And like kind of Kiki is, she's a nice character and she's got a heart of gold and she wants to help anyone if she can. Mm -hmm. Also the fact that she gets wet through delivering. I would would have been the same on that job. I've helped this old lady. Going to be late for a party. That... I want it to look nice at. Yeah. I then get soaked in the rain mm-hmm. delivering this pie that I've had to help this old lady change the light bulbs and everything else mm-hmm. to give it to this girl who's in a beautiful dress. Like That's all Kiki wants. Yeah. And... He's very ungrateful. Yeah. It feels like one of those things where you try so hard in your job and you just don't get the recognition or anything yeah. like that you deserve. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, that's life, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Just give you a lot of life lessons within it. Mm-hmm. It makes you realise as well. Sometimes you need to take a break. You need to step away. Yeah, which is quite surprising in a Japanese film to say that because mm. they're like work, work, work. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but I think even they're like you know you do need breathing mm. now and again. Yeah, yeah. So the ending is the only bit from this really I remembered beforehand. To be fair, are you talking about the very end or just the the the, the bit before? It gets to like the end credits type of thing. The very Where, with the with this um like airship yes coming down and Tombo's like hanging on by a rope. Yeah, kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so then Kiki's like, oh, I've got to go save my friend and everything. And yeah, that's the, the kind of turning point where she's like, oh, I get got me past, but the determination to like willpower mm-hmm. to get on a broom again and like right, I've got to, I've got to save him type of thing. Because she'd been forcing herself to tr- to try and do it, and I yeah. think that's when it had been going wrong. Yeah, she had a break, and then she she needed something to kind of kickstart her again. Yeah, yeah, and there was and that push. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
this this dodgy old normal broom, not like a proper witch broom put together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you kind of then see it at the end. She just kept this broom. She, she hadn't been asked making a new one. She's like, that'll do now. I'll fly yeah. on it. But it's clever the way that she does because obviously it's a new starting broom. She's kind of bouncing off buildings with a foot to kind of keep yeah, her kick, on the kick, steady. Kick yeah, yeah. It works really well. And I feel like that's quite an uh, intense scene. So, yeah, yeah. Because it's like, um, it's almost like her driving a new car, new stick, whatever. And mm. it's like, I'm not used to this kind of thing. And it's getting used to the whole situation. It's like, but again, also the fact that she's trying to relearn what she. It's kind of forgotten. It's not like riding a bike and you kind of never forget, as they say. I, don't, I feel like that's a load of rubbish. I, th- I think it's... What I used to ride a bike, and I'm pretty sure if you got me on it now, the insecurities of an adult thinking, mm. oh, God, I'm going to fall. Yeah. Mm. I think I would struggle to ride a bike now. Mm-hmm. Also, it's intense with the fact that you think Tombo is going to fall. He's going to die. Yeah, no, he's, is yeah. he going to... You know, obviously it's a Ghibli, so probably not, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah, it's a good, it's a good scenario to have it in, and it's kind of like uh, obviously that that silent moment as well when she's kind of like super focused mm. on like getting off the ground and everything with the broom and everything. It's like, oh my god, this is happening again. She's getting her powers back and everything. Yeah, yeah. even though she's not, com- it feels like she's not completely got to grips with it. But I think in the end credits, she's kind of like gradually getting back to her normality, and it's like I remember. I, I think you said like from when we first reviewed it, it's like was was that a sufficient in terms of like an ending for the like wrapping up on the thing or like why the fact that it was only just kind of truanced in that end credits mm. like why was there not more to to tell? I feel like it was it should have just carried on a little bit longer and not just like in the end credits kind of giving you a little yeah, bit a summary. Yeah, yeah, I think it could have had a wrap. I also think as well with the ending, hmm. you kind of see the letter getting sent to her parents saying she's doing okay. But it's like, well, is she not going to now go visit or does she have to have a year completely without them? Can't she go, you know, like mm. home and say, hi, how are you doing? Or they can come and visit and see where yeah, she yeah. is. Like, if you were in uni, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure your parents wouldn't go, okay, go on, pack your bags, off you go. You've got yeah. to stay there for a year and I'm not going to see you. Yeah. That wouldn't happen. <laughs> So you you want a you'd want a sequel like Kiki's never said to how how she's getting been getting on. Yeah, well, no, I just feel like it could have shown. Is she still in the town? Is she moved to? Did she carry on with the business? Like, is that was that implied? I think it. I think it was. Yeah, because they they like made like a new sign with it because it had the broom as in the broom that that she borrowed from that guy. Uh, Okay. As opposed to the you know the witch's broom, the sweeping brush broom. It was more like a I didn't really even notice coarse that brush. <laughs> Not gonna uh, lie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Attention but, to detail there. And I think you made a point as well. And the other one, they're like, oh, you know, they had the kittens and and stuff. Like, could she now talk to the other kittens? Well, she on... can't talk to any of them, can she? That's the thing. And it's like I don't understand why why not. If she can mm. fly the broom, then she's got magical mm. powers back. Why can't Gigi talk? It does It does upset me because I think more just for Gigi and Kiki's kind of side of things because they had a really good relationship and now they mm. can't communicate. But I think that maybe there's this part of that being a... You know, like how in the... Bring back to Christmas films and stuff. Mm, go on, <laughs> yes, Christmas. How, 
how that you know like oh only kids believe in like Santa Claus and ah, all that so kind of stuff. It's like a growing uh, up so, thing. So 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 when you grow up, start to grow up, you kind of that magic kind of fades away, and it's like you kind of accept it for what it is, and and that that kind of stuff. So that I think that's maybe that's it. That's her. She's got sure she's got her flying powers, but the whole thing of talking to the animals or her cat at least is is kind of by the by now. That's that's just something. That's no longer a thing. I think and, you've hit the nail on the head. Probably it is to do with like that magic, yeah, yeah. kind of side of things where, yeah, when you're little, you believe in anything and everything is possible. I feel like I miss that sometimes with myself, like like that innocence. Mm-hmm. Like it's really gone. I used to be so innocent, and now it's like too worldly, worldly wide. If that makes sense to yeah, too focused in the real world. Yeah, yeah, it's quite sad, really. Oh well, it's gonna break up with me now. No, I'm not, but we have we've all got to grow up, unfortunately. Yeah, true. Some yeah. just take longer than others. <laughs> Anything else to add before going to scoring on this one? Um, I think it's just lovely the way it's drawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is just can't beautiful. You can't yeah. fault it. The story is just it does have a deeper meaning, which is is brilliant. The characters are lovable. It's got this lovely kind of pastel tone mm. to it throughout. Yeah. I feel like though I would love Kiki to be able to afford a pair of shoes or a nice dress, even though I know she's iconic and that little witch, well, not little witch, but this little girl wants to dress up as her, as a little witch. Yeah. yeah. You kind of see her yeah, yeah, presence. Yeah. yeah, that's in the end credits as well, wasn't it? It's like, oh, you're such an icon in this town. So, yeah. yeah. Cosplaying wants... her as, as a, almost, yeah. Exactly. So, but I do feel like Kiki would be nice if she was like i don't know bought the little red shoes that she as, wanted almost yeah like a, yeah because she deserved them yeah i guess maybe like a dorothy thing maybe yeah it was like with the you witch know, gonna go yeah no yeah. place like her i thought that yeah but although she you know she was staying there so for the long term but eventually she probably ended up back home but... no it makes it sound like they find the town and then they live there and they set mm. up home and yeah and that's that. And then they marry somebody within the town and then they maybe, have their own family. Maybe Tombo. Tombo. And then their little witch, if they had a girl, would yeah. fly the nest, yeah. so to speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how I yeah. see it. Mm. Okay. Um, I think... Let me see. Um, the only things I've got to bring up, that I've noted down, was um, that the producer... Toshio Suzuki uh, noted the similarity between the film title and the Japanese courier Yamoto Delivery Service, which happens to have a black cat on their logo. All right. So they actually worked on a sponsorship and commercial tie-ins with the film when the film came really? out. Really? So it's kind of like, oh, that's kind of handy, and like for them to good promotional service. Yeah, for... jump on it. Yeah, yeah. I wonder why. Well, no, I don't wonder. Cats. Yeah. Japan. Yeah, yeah. Black cats. Black cats are considered lucky there as well. As opposed not like to bad luck. Not bad luck for you. I don't know why that is, but yeah. Well, foxes are lucky over there. <laughs> I think any animal is lucky <laughs> to somebody in Japan. It's more the yokai monsters that are the bad, the bad ones. Yeah. yeah. Um, and also the. It was the highest-grossing Japanese movie uh, at the national box office in the nineteen eighty-nine. Really. So. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. 
Well, it doesn't surprise me really in terms of because quite I popular think over there, point, isn't he? There was obviously there's films before that they that they did, but um, I think it was I think a year before that was the like Totoro and was came out and stuff. So so he'd got his kind of franchise yeah. out, and then he got the mascot. And yeah, yeah. So it's yeah, good turning point really for the studio. So right, I think we will go to the scores. It's me first. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I feel like this has kind of got a little bit of a nostalgia now, the fact that it was the first one that we reviewed. I know I reviewed it quite mediocre, I think. I think I probably gave it a seven and a half. I should have written it down, actually. I'm pretty sure but it yeah. was from what yeah, I listened back. Mm. I feel like, for me, any Ghibli will be a higher score now. I mm-hmm. think it definitely adds when it's in, like, Japanese. And you went, we went to the museum as well. We did. Yeah. But and as well, I think that was the only one I'd have, I'd have got to Totoro as well and Ponyo, I think, and Kiki Delivery Service. Yeah, yeah, I think that's yeah. all I'd got under my belt when we went. So I really kind of enjoyed the bits when I did see mm. the makings of. Yeah, it's like, oh my god, that's that's I remember that. Yeah, yeah, and I appreciated yeah. it a lot more. And I think now having the love of Japan that we do, mm-hmm. and the colours that it was fifties as well, I really seem to like a fifty style. I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. I cling to that. I must mm. have been like at some point. Soul. Yeah. In my 50s, <laughs> back in the 50s at some yeah. point. So I think for me it will be a nine. Oh, wow. I'm so really surprising you today. Is it because no, you're no. giving me alcohol? Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah, is that what it is? I'm so nice. Yeah, no, I I'd, um, I guess, yeah, it's, it's good that you've you've kind of got a lot more out from it this time. Mm, growing, growing up. up. Growing up, yeah, yeah, yeah. I am also going to give it a nine as well. Oh, high five. Oh, I'm proud of it. Yeah. Yeah, in sync there. Yeah. Well, we know the next one won't be, but. But no, um, yeah, no, I've really enjoyed rewatching this one again, especially mm. with the, the Japanese, uh, subtitle track. There's definitely a lot more I got out of, uh, on this watch, and very solid, mm. in terms of like, now like one of the the favourites of mine to come back to really i think i think it just kind of i guess holds a special place because we obviously we, we started with it and then yeah. we've come back to it so i guess there's there's that factor a bit more well. sentimental isn't it yeah yeah as opposed to the other ones don't go wrong there's they're they're all good in their own right all the but yeah yeah that is that is top level but yeah but yeah no definitely and ponyo for me i really like ponyo we haven't have we we haven't discussed ponyo have we we haven't no we haven't on the on recording now, but nice. we've we've seen it several times. times. Yeah, I love Ponyo, I do. I'm not lie. Yeah. Okay, we're taking another little break for a moment, and we will be right back with the third instalment, which I have a lot of notes to oh, say about goodness. this one. I'm anxious and, already. Yeah, yeah. So this is probably going to be what maybe what you're all tuning for, maybe potentially. Um, for the, the riffing on, uh, it's Sophie's choice really for a Christmas film, really. So it is, yeah, because it's you know it's Christmas after all. Yeah, yeah, we have to get another one in, so we'll be right back. And we're back. Back to Christmas. Yeah, back to a great, great, great. Great, great Christmas film. Give over. It's not that bad. There's worse out there. 
You're being mean now. Mr. Grinch. If you're being a Grinch, I'm not going to be happy. I won't so, love you anymore. So Sophie was adamant pretty much for me to see this and maybe say, like, oh, give it a chance, Paul. You did. You enjoyed it. So, so I did. I, I gave it a chance. And this is the <laughs> Christmas with the Cranks. I'm already not liking your tone on this, Mr. Parks. Depending on how this goes, depends on how many presents you're going to be getting. Just remember, I have I can talk to Santa, and he can deduct presents. So, okay. be mindful. Are you called Marty? He might be. <laughs> well, Which, how do you know what Santa's called? To be fair, Santa is Nick. What? No, Santa is his Nick, Claus Nick. is his last name. Santa Claus. Well, most of the things will say Nick, don't they? So you yeah, think. But- Nick. Are you going to name Nicholas. every child every time you, you know, it's going to be different Santas, isn't it, the passed down generations? Right, okay. So, so does, does this mean every time I have a child, I've got to name it Paul if it's a boy? Paul Jr. And then Paul again when they have a child. I don't think so. It's not how the world works. It'd be very confusing. Oh, Paul annoyed me today. Which one? <laughs> oh, Paul Jr., Jr., Jr. You know, work. <laughs> Ted. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Sorry, beef about right. Okay, that. So, yeah, I'm. I'm not gonna lie. This, I'm not. Please lie. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. There's. I just. There's things in this that just really get my goat up with the thing. I knew from like seeing clips and people, the people talking about it and stuff, and it's like one of like on the the lowest denominator of Christmas films. Pardon? It is no. This isn't just like me saying it. This is other... what about like Jingle All the Way? Yeah, I think oh. I think that falls under that category as well. To be fair, or like it's, it's absolute tosh. I don't know about lampoons. And that other one, that what other one? That light one. Oh, deck the halls. Yeah, that that's. I'll I'll, t- I'll I'll tell you straight away. You'll be thankful to know that that is lower than this one. But Thank that's you. not saying much. <laughs> yeah, because that, I mean, Matthew, I'm a robot, Broderick, in that one, is, 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 is kind of fucking unbearable in that is one. Is he Inspector Gadget? Right? Yes, yeah. he's so wooden. That's why he's so good at Inspector Gadget, isn't it? <laughs> he's not even good, I mean, I've seen like clips of that and it's like, oh, this looks I used to think Inspector Gadget was good when I was little, I used to have a game and played as well. I'd, I'd be alright if you said the cartoon, that would be alright. I think right, I liked but... both. Not the that live action one, but anyway, we're not talking about that. We're talking about this, and um, I, I, the whole meshes that this conveys is just so backwards. I don't, I don't really know what you see the good in this. Really, I'm sorry to say, it's very upsetting me at the moment. My mouth's like this, and I, I don't know what it's saying yeah, to me. Because what I get from it is a lot of peer pressure into. You've got to do the Christmas spirit or, you know, we'll force it down you until you oh, do yeah. what we say. And that's not a good message, is it? You shouldn't force people to <laughs> do the beliefs into what... Just no, because, it... oh, we didn't get it. You're not doing a party this year, so you've, you've, you've got to do it or else kind of thing. It's like I get we'll just that. keep badging you. Yeah. Until, and that's, I think not, that's not good. That's showing what Christmas can be. So there's two sides to this, I think. At the beginning, it isn't showing the right morals, so that's why they want to skip Christmas to the cranks, because obviously Blair's gone to the Peace Corps, and they're like, oh, it's not going to be the same without her, so they want to skip Christmas and go on a cruise. 
but everyone else is affected by that because they would normally host a big Christmas party, Christmas Eve party. Yeah, and I don't get why it's their responsibility to do that. No, it's not, and I think that's showing it's not their responsibility. It shouldn't be. They, if they want to skip Christmas, they should be entitled to do that. Yes, but it's the way that probably how I can... everyone acts. Everyone acts, and how Tim the Tallman Taylor, I forgot his mm-hmm. name. Tim, Tim Allen, he proves Tim Allen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, he's called no, Luther in this. I know it's like it's, it's Tim Allen. This <laughs> is Tim Allen in everything he is, except uh, Toy Story. He's, he's supposed like you because that's not you don't see him, so therefore he's not Tim Allen. But but I think I think it's the way Luther handles it all that kind of gets people's backs up. It's a bit more like a Scrooged kind of thing. He's like, I don't want to participate in Christmas. I feel like if somebody wants to give you a gift, accept it and be polite, but just say I'm. Skipping Christmas this year, but thank you for your gift. There's what the way that he goes about he, it. He like hands out like a types out a letter and then start handing it around to the thing that's saying, "I'm skipping Christmas," and like drag dangling in people's faces like you've got yeah. to hear me out type of thing. Like look look at me. Like, and I think that gets people's backs up and it yeah. goes the wrong wrong way. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's the where the peer pressure comes from with the way he delivers it. I think for Nora, it's a little bit harder. It is that peer pressure. It's a, well, you normally do this. You normally um, give by cards. You normally buy charity things. And I think it shows a really good meaning about Christmas. And I think everybody can expect all of this. And that's not what Christmas is about. In the end, the way that it turns around, everyone does all this. We have to buy loads of food. We've got to get the tree. We've got to do all of this. Right. But that's not the true meaning of Christmas. No. And it's not really the beginning of the film that I value. It's more the ending part, the way that it ties up and kind of gives you the true meaning of Christmas. Yeah, but to get to that point, though, it's kind of like they have to submit to the fact of that just because of the fact that the way the story plays out, which in in terms of the running time as well, I know the film's like maybe like an hour and a half, something like that, just over That's a that. good average but, film size. But I was saying to you, like, I feel like they should be wrapping up now because it's like, um, you're doing all this stuff, like all this fodder beforehand, like, oh, we're skipping Christmas and then let's, let's get a tan and all that stuff. Yeah, that, that we'll, scene we'll, was cringe. We'll come, to, we'll come to that in a minute. But, um, and then suddenly, oh, my Blair's back now, got coming back home for Christmas, like, okay, like, and then there's the the majority of the rest of the film is mm. just about that setup of getting You're like things halfway ready for, through the film. Like, what probably, the hell? Like, like, like I feel like this should be wrapping up now. Like, no. That's going to be resolved. Like, why are we wasting so much time with this crap? Because that's showing the community coming together, and even yeah, though he's been a prick the whole seasonal kind of Christmas yeah. period, it shows that everyone has a good heart. It doesn't matter how you back. Well, well, well. Um, that's, not, that's not true, true because it's the what's he throw my. Yeah. Dan Aykroyd, the guy from Ghostbusters, and I didn't realize that was and, the case um, until you said it. Blues Brothers, mm-hmm. as well. <sighs> Only because he says that, oh well, just because he's been a selfish baby, just you know, like uh, you know, Blair's, you know, he's she's babe babysitted all your kids and stuff, making her out like she's some fucking godsend or something. Like she, oh, she can do no wrong, so therefore, why should she suffer? Because just of because the of the fact that it's like. Really? I mean, she's, she's not that great. The fact that she's gone on this Peace Corps thing and then suddenly she's shacking up with this guy and, <laughs> oh, we're going to get married now. I think that's not very, like, <laughs> a, a, a great thing to be, like, 
promoting really is it because oh, i'm just kind of giving up on like saving the world and stuff just because oh this this fit guy's coming to my life and i'm coming home now that's that's that Done no she's taking a break paul she's not she's gonna go back is she though yeah because she met him and they're both gonna go back they're just mm, taking the yeah. christmas holiday oh, he wants he wants to get married and has loads of kids i don't think so you're not gonna be doing saving the world with little toddlers running around no your feet, but are you? well you need to get married first so they can carry on saving oh yeah yeah whatever I don't think that's... So cynical. No, I, I just don't get the whole... That's the whole crux of that. It's just all about her, essentially, because that she's coming home, this is all... Everything's got to be dropped, because I think that's... Uh, so you wouldn't do that for your child? Well, she's not She's not like a five-year-old, ten-year-old girl, is she, or whatever. She's like a grown-ass woman. She's like, oh, you're going to have a party for me, right? Like kind of thing, like oh yeah, oh absolutely, kind of thing. I'm the lions, then got to shimmy and get everything <laughs> put together. It's just, it's just very childish. So like a thing, like a child... I'm gonna have a paddy because I'm, I'm. How old is she? You would reckon old she is? It's probably twenties. In her twenties, she can fucking deal with the fact that she can like not have a, a Christmas party. That the thing because. Well, I think they grow up. Yeah, we want to go on a cruise. Well, but the problem is, strange... is, the parents had actually said, Blair, we're going on a cruise beforehand, then she wouldn't have flown halfway around the world to go home. You can't just go, well, sod you, Sonny's daughter, we're going on a cruise, because you've just flown halfway around the world to surprise Yeah, but this is, this is the... Th- because if our child did that, Paul, I would be Nora, it'd be like, no, we're not going, I ain't seen my child for half a year. You'd be like, fuck you, I'm going on a cruise. It's like, well, go no, on your own then. <laughs> it didn't seem like that was a long time that she... She wasn't like half a year or whatever. It was, it was something like a week, it felt like, <laughs> that she'd been away or something because it was still set around the Christmas period when I she was going. Was, I don't Yeah. Because That's what I'm talking about. It's confusing it's, because it's like, well... That's what I'm, I mean, because she's... Th- did she go before Christmas, like, last year? Or did she go... Was she going because and this, still this, Christmas? Because this, and- this whole thing is set up around because oh no it must be because it must be in a short period of time because mm. of the fact that she says oh this is our first christmas without in 22 years or whatever nora says without blair well there you go that's how old she is <laughs> 20 yeah whatever and then so then shortly after that's right tim allen's the bright the that's the bright idea of right we're we're gonna go on a cruise well to be fair and then within Maybe a couple of week, maybe a couple of weeks, and then suddenly now she's coming back home. It's like, well, that didn't last long, did it with the Peace Corps thing, did it? I think she's just having a break. I really do. I think that's... You don't two weeks is not a break. I don't know if it was like a year or it you might know, be six months month tops. I just, just that is, and then it's like you know, you're you're a grown ass woman. You can handle the fact that you're not having a party. Yeah, sure, sure. They might have said. Dropped it in conversation, perhaps with her. If they did speak, if they were good parents, they would have spoken yeah. to her. You know, like at some point, like, because "Hey, how's it? How are you going? Oh, by the way, we're going on a holiday this year." Then while she would have come home, and then it wouldn't have been a problem. <sighs> but that's that's what the whole plot of the film relies on, isn't it? Her, yeah. her not knowing, and it's like, "Oh, we've got a funny party." Well, like, yeah. But it's so stupid. It's like unnecessarily stupid. But it's about the whole neighborhood getting together as a community. It, oh yeah, by. 
rather like standing outside your house, like what have you got to do with your lives? And like in the end, they do. They all come together. Free frosty, free frosty. Like have you got nothing better to do? Than demand to put a, a stupid plastic thing on your roof. But to be fair, if somebody's been doing that for. 30-odd years of living there and then decide not to. And it'll be like, well, wait a minute, why? What does it matter? What does it matter? I don't... Everyone, like, shuns them and, like, oh, you cannot go away for Christmas. There's plenty of people that go away for Christmas. But that's such a tight-knit community, isn't it? I, yeah, but I don't understand. Which I would not want to be a part of. What? The community? I, I wouldn't want everyone knowing all my business. Exactly. So why fair. would you want... Why would you care? Like, just do what you want and just forget them. It's like, but they're like hounding them. Like, the, you know, this is like, you know, like, what if they were actually like, you know, there's but a joke about what? What if are they Jewish? Don't they celebrate Christmas or something? Like, what if they were? Would they fucking like be Nazis about that? And, and just... I do think though this is a comedy. You have to bear that in mind. So you should love this. It's it's not it's not funny at all. It's a comedy though. Not funny. What what? Tell me a thing that you laugh you laugh at in this. You, you're you're sort of going on about the, oh, you haven't got a funny bone or anything with with comedies I try and make you watch or things like that. What 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 is so rip roaringly funny in this 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 comedy? Gone. Well, I'm, there's I'm, a couple of cringe. I'm not gonna lie. There oh, is. There's, pl- there's, there's plenty. I'm not gonna say there isn't like the hickory ham that that just is a bit extreme for the fact. Um. But then there is kind of just odd little quips and lines and such. But I think for me, it's more the ending that gets me. That's not answering my question. I don't really think it's no, that there's funny. Cl- there's clearly there's nothing funny about this. You just said it was a comedy. and yeah, It is. It is a comedy. It's a typical kind of cliche funny comedy, which <laughs> I wouldn't appreciate. But you've just you haven't given an example of something I that can't, made you laugh. Nothing makes me laugh. That so, so you're putting me on the the mm. fun. But the thing is, I don't really enjoy the, most of it. I enjoy the ending, which isn't it, a comedy element. That's just a oh heart heartwarming. But it's a good principle. You're not getting any no. of this, are you? No, no, no. Because you're I'm not, not you're, enjoying reviewing this with you. I knew I wasn't gonna like this. This is oh Merry Christmas. Point. Let's record a podcast where we both fall out. This isn't proving the point of, like, you just said it was always oh, a comedy, so therefore you got to let it, it slide. It is a comedy, because I don't like any of the cringy bits, so that means it is a comedy. Because, like, the hickory ham, I'm like, ugh, it's not great. And oh, so fact, you admit that's, that's rubbish? Yeah, yeah. Right, okay. Well, at least you're agreeing on something, then. And then the fact that when they're in the tanning booth bit, I don't oh, like that Oh, that is like absolutely, that like, oh. Like, but what I mean... And also the, uh, why does he get, um, what's it? Um, Botox. Botox. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For a day, and then he's back to normal the next day. What's that about? That's what is the point of that? It, yeah, it's just that's like, so stupid. It. Like yeah. that's, that's so doesn't unnecessary. Why is he now back to? Oh, this is funny because he can't drink or because his face is so plastic. I think up. it's showing the extreme of where he's going with this because he takes it which to a costs new level. him money. Yeah, no less. He's supposed to be. Oh, we're saving money mm-hmm. by doing and then this he cruise. Spending money. money on this tanning. Oh, what a shit! What a load of shit! So, like, just to let you know, viewers, we're not going to be listeners. doing listeners. We're not going to be doing a podcast next year. I've fallen out with him, so we won't be continuing the show. I'm sorry. I just don't get what the appeal is with this this film. I really don't. Well, you haven't given me chance okay. to tell you. Okay, go on. And when I do tell you, you don't seem to get it, anyways. So yes, yeah. I agree with you. The beginning part is cringe. 
It is peer pressure and it's not the right message of Christmas. Mm-hmm. Okay. I appreciate all of that. Yep. I do. I take it all on board. Okay. I do think the tanning bit with the vicar coming up is it's it's my worst scene of the film. Yep. Certainly don't need to see Tim Allen in a uh, Well, you don't need to see Speedo. What's her face either, to be fair. She's yeah, and it's degrading to her in that sense. And also the all the rest of it in this is kind of just like She's better than this. She didn't scream this much when she was being chased by Michael Myers in Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, you know, that was understandable. She was like murdered and she's like so over the top. It's uh, hiding under the bed like a fucking child. <laughs> oh, they're outside. It's like, why? They can't see you from there. And but all this it other is a st- typical comedy. It is. It has all them cringe factors. I, it- you c- I mean, it could go cringier to be fair, but I'll give it that much. But what? it is one of those, and it, I don't really enjoy those elements, but yeah, I kind of love it for the nostalgia of it, because I know I've grown up with it. I feel, yeah. I'm, I feel I, like I'm my so... mum loves it to bits, and it's one of those things where it does have a good moral at the end. The peer pressure does become off, and it shows that even though somebody has been a bit of a douche all year, you will well, step up for, for people. Just for this part of the holiday. And you will be there for them. And I think that's the moral that... I always like a film that can give you a moral. Also, the bit where you've got Luther and then you've got Walt, the old man, who calls... Old man. Yeah, he keeps calling him old man. Luther, old man. And obviously you've got um, his wife, who's who's got got cancer. cancer. So you've got a bit of a sad story within there. and You have, although that's... It's kind of played out very sparingly and spread very thin with that because like there's a there's a scene where she goes to the Nora goes to the I guess like helping out with the charitable like you know soup kitchen or whatever and then I'm sure aren't they the aunts from like Sabrina the Teenage Witch or something one of them definitely is, is. anyway she's comes in and like oh she's she's got cancer again for the third time and it's like oh that's a sentimental moment and then. Straight away cuts to um, Tim Allen stepping on the cat after that. So, okay. That's a good, you know, like, you know, not a, it's, that's glad we had that sentimental moment for two seconds. And then, but then you see that kind of, you get, you see that kind of Luther and Walt are having a bit of a spat because obviously yeah, yeah. Walt's having a bit of a hard time knowing Beth has got cancer for the third time. Yeah. And it's come back and it's obviously she's got to go back into chemo and everything. And obviously, Luther doesn't know this. So Nora's like, kind of sees them having that. Yeah. And dulls that moment Mom. down again. I, I guess. And also, the way that they end that relationship with the fact that he, Luther gives them the cruise tickets and it's so well deserved. And I think this is the reason why I really like the film. It's for this moment, this scene where he gives her the tickets. Mm. And it's. No strings attached. I just want to do a nice thing by giving somebody something. Uh, you're okay. not expecting anything back. No. Okay. You're giving a gift just because it's here. Please take it. Because mm-hmm. otherwise it's going to get wasted. I'm not going on it. Mm-hmm. And I want you to have it. And I think that that's just showing from where he began being really selfish to me, me, me. I want to go on a cruise. I want this. I want that. To somebody opening up the heart, realizing actually all I need is family, mm-hmm. my loved ones. He looks at the window, which is cleverly yeah, done. I, yeah, I'll give you that bit. I, I that's 
that shot where they're kind of like he's looking in at his family and when and having the party and then they're looking at their thing where it's just the two of them sat in mm-hmm. on lonesome and the thing that's I do like that's kind of like a nice parallel between the two and he's kind of like standing in the street there's another shot yeah. where that happens he's like he's like oh which way do I go almost like with that situation I'll, I'll give you that I'll give you that that's and I nice... think that's the Christmas element so I'm not gonna lie I don't enjoy probably 50% of the film right okay so that's as not... much right as i would want to it sometimes gets a bit cringe and i can kind of probably put it on and i'm wrapping presents while i'm doing it and i'm not probably full-heartedly watching everything okay it's the end for me that right i would mm-hmm. just save up the ending to watch okay because it, it would make me want to cry every time when somebody's being so heartlessly giving something mm-hmm. okay right i yeah i i I kind of see where you're coming from with that. I I, I get this this is sentiment with that thing. What doesn't really reflect, other than the fact that she has a cancer, mm-hmm. what other aspect of that does that give a redeemable, like selfless um, thing? Because half the time you you, you kind of it's not you don't see her that often. It's it's him going, oh, how you doing, old man? Yeah, he's a bit of an asshole to him, Tim yeah. Allen. So that doesn't really make him selfless. He's not the real one who's really deserving. It's more for the fact that, oh, because his wife has got cancer, therefore he's got to feel like he's this is deserving. And Marming Luther's been selfless. He's... No, no, that's what I'm saying. Like he's, he's been selfless, but it's more for her benefit, not his. Not what's he called the old not man? Walt. Walt. Walt's benefit because he's he's not a, he's not a nice character either. He's he's with the rest of the neighborhood being a. a yeah. Oh, but I think he's anything. like that because how would you act sometimes if your wife? Well, I I, is I, I, guess, I guess you know sometimes you, you you take it out on somebody who yeah you shouldn't you lash, do. You know, I know, yeah, but... and I think that's what it is. So he takes it out on Luther, mm-hmm. and he even wants to keep that rapport up, even though yeah. Luther and him have kind of mended things. I guess, but yeah, and the. I don't see how I know you said oh like oh don't worry about the these certain aspects of the tickets. I don't think in a real world you're able to transfer those tickets like just like a piece of piss like I don't know. I don't think it's that easy just to oh yeah there's your names are on certain passes. This is until I was like I'll take care of it like really on Christmas Eve like someone's going to be there doing this. Thing. It's it's a bit of a far fetched stretch just to mm. have that element. But it's a film. <laughs> It's a film at the end of the day, and those things you don't think about. Just like how did Kiki deliver that big? That's parcel. a cartoon. That's this. This Still. is different. This is realised. Although this is trying to be a cartoon in in some aspects. Also, the way that it ends with um, Santa within this, which so, I don't think you, you are you talking about the very end. So basically, at the beginning of the film, you've got this guy that's. Do you want an umbrella? And he's yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah. no. Do you want an umbrella? He's like, no. Oh, and oh that, was, that was hilarious. Sending him into the store for... Have you talked to the butcher because he'll know where... Oh, the chocolate is. Like, whatever, yeah. Well, I'm with the, the, with him on that. Oh, like, yeah, 100%. Why, the f- why would I talk to somebody who's in a completely different area of produce Yeah. where, you know, meat, chocolate, there's no... No. Now, why would you? And she's like, oh, oh you've got to do it because reasons... <laughs> like what what why so obviously that's kind of giving you the connection of santa already there 
and he's called Marty and he's the one that he knows everybody he, he knows everybody in the village and no one notices him mm-hmm. and obviously then Nora meets him and invites him to the, the Christmas party because nobody's able to attend mm-hmm. and he can kind of then connect to the fact that he's the umbrella guy and he doesn't want to miss out on the what, umbrella at that season point? no when he's got leaving Oh yeah, nobody knows who he is at the party until we get a name and we're like, oh, it's Marty, but Marty who? And it just kind of (laughs) (laughs) he's time traveling now. In the end, it's his him his car. It's him driving off. So the one that makes it look like Santa. Oh yeah, I I don't get that though. Why did that need to be a thing? I think it's showing that he knew everybody and (laughs) who was being naughty or nice. Okay, you could have. At the at the very end, you could have just left it at the panning shot of them looking in at the house, whatever we were talking. Yeah. You didn't need the frosty animation going, "Ooh, I'm I'm alive for whatever reason." And the rain, like, why did you need that? That was that was stupid. Like, just breaking the element of the whole mm. thing. It was a bit dumb. Um, I'm really scared about your score. I'm, I'm just let me. I haven't actually looked at my like what I've written down because I've. I've written like a couple of pages and stuff. I've probably talked about most of them, to be fair. Um, in ge- in general, really, there was like the like when the carolers are singing outside. Why do they like duck down as if they're like being shot at with a sniper rifle? <laughs> like, oh, let's go command, like command, like crawling on the floor yeah. and stuff. Like, what is that about? Like, you know, just tell them to bugger off. You think that would work? Like, just stop saying, oh, well, the, again, the persistence of them is just astounding. Like, mm. just keep saying, it like... It's a comedy. It's not funny, though, that's the thing. But no comedy is. Yeah, there are, there are comedies that are funny. No, there isn't. Yeah, there is funny. No, none of that comedy element like that would be funny. So how would you make, how would you improve that scene? I just wouldn't make this film, is what I'm saying. <laughs> or just make it not a, not a comedy at all and just, I don't know, do do something else with it. It's not having ducked down and like as if someone's after him or something like the mafia. You always have to rip into things I like. I just, I just want to understand what it is about this. Nostalgia. It's nostalgia. It's totally nostalgia. Then no, it's the end scene. The end scene, but it it's from accumulates from the fact that everyone's kind of like browbeating them into doing this though at the end of the day. It's not browbeating because the fact that they choose to do it because Blair's coming home. They've been pricks all all December deciding not to want to do Christmas. Kind of... No, I'm talking about the neighbours here. Well, actually, in the end, they're, they're the kind ones. They don't have to give up turkeys. They don't have to give up everything that they do for them. No, I know... There's the, the, the bit of that, isn't there, when, like, Tom Allen's, like, he's kind of like doing a speech and he's like, um, yeah, thanks very much, everybody, whatever, like, half-arsedly, and Nora's, mm. like, having to step in. He's like, oh, you, you're still sour about the not going on the cruise and stuff like that. So he's like, still time, everything, yeah. It's like, yeah, everyone's, yeah, sure, everyone's community, but because they've been, like, harassing them from the get-go, because, mm. oh, you haven't bought Christmas cards, you haven't bought a tree, and... I just feel like like that's just not a good way about you know like celebrating this the season. It's like you shouldn't. Isn't be that forced. true though? That's like probably what some communities do go through. What communities? Well, especially in America, I can imagine that does happen. Well, I can I totally believe that if someone just doesn't put up a tree, God forbid. 
you know, oh, oh, gotta celebrate Christmas, or you know, wrath of. Yes, you do have to celebrate Christmas, Mr. Parks. No, I'm saying like not to an extreme. Like, yeah, sure, you can put things up, but you don't be like, oh, you've got to, you've got. If it almost feels like they, you know, we're expecting a party at the end of this, you've got to host it. I don't think it is that. I think, I, I think it is. I think it is because, like, the, I feel this is, oh, you always have the best party at Christmas. That's one of the things yeah, they say. Yeah, but the people who said that aren't even there. No, but... So it doesn't, that that's that's void. Because if they're crying about a party, the people that were crying about the party aren't even at the bloody party. No, but... That's even if they haven't said it, they're expecting a party because it's in well, their the neighbourhood. The neighbours are not normally invited. It's normally family and friends. When's that said? Well, because she says, I "Oh, don't... we're going to have to probably invite the neighbours," which they normally don't do. It's normally family and friends. Well, why are they making it sound like that? What's it called? Um, oh, what's it called? Don't know. Dan Dan Aykroyd's character, anyway. Um, Fromeyer. Fromeyer. Is like as if like you know he he was there at this party and stuff, and it's like. It makes it sound like he's... I can't think that that he wouldn't be invited to these annual parties that they always have. I don't and, know. And stuff. I feel like there's no way that there wouldn't be... Considering how persistent they are with putting a plastic snowman on the top of the roof, how they wouldn't be like... But if you've like, done that for 30 years and then someone says, no, I'm not doing it this year, wouldn't you be a little bit like, well, why not? Because I'm going away. I don't need to be doing this. It's like, what if someone, had, like, it was an emergency or something? But, like, like literally, someone was saying, to go, Wait, to sorry, you, I've got to go I'm because of my break. Frosty bl- up your roof, on your roof. Like, what harm does it do if they really want Frosty up there? What does it matter to them? It doesn't, it's not good. It's like a power source, is it? Like, unless there's some, some cultist, <laughs> you know, like, Satanist the, the cult Christmas thing. Competition. What, of what? The same snowman on the roof? Apparently. What's the difference? They're all the same. Oh, what have you done differently? It's because of the whole community together doing oh, it. Oh, it's so stupid. It's so stupid. I'm sorry. I don't think we're going to get anywhere. This. Do you have any more comments? I think we go round in yeah, circles. Yeah, no, no. You're, you're not going to convince me. I'm just... I'm just going to sit here and let you talk now. Okay. Right. I'm not even going to try. Cat, the whole thing with the cat as well, like the when they've frozen the cat, was that was that hilarious when they was like frozen no, in the ice? No, it was cruel. Exactly. But, oh, that was that was so the funny. End part is he takes the cat on when they're going for on yeah, the cruise. So begrudgingly. It, no, he doesn't. He says I'll yes, take it. Yeah, begrudgingly. He's like, oh, I'll take the cat. No, he isn't. It's like because a, he's like, I'm. I've got, got no other choice because otherwise they're like, oh well, who's going to take care of the cat? It's like, oh, I'll, I'll still do it. And it's like, but the my, more to the point of the the thing with the ice on that, like the most of the snow is melted on that day, right? It's not it's not cold enough for the ice to have frozen when he's like, oh, let's freeze the path so that no one can get to the front door or whatever. I don't know, the temperature might have dropped The postman, poor postman, he's done nothing wrong. He gets, he slips <laughs> on the ice, like Home Alone. It's like, yes! <laughs> when he's, and then obviously the carols, whatever. Yeah, yeah, you don't want them there. That's probably what he's trying to do to yeah. deter him. And, and poor Nora, Nora even. slips, like, ah, oh, that's hilarious. And you, again, you see the cat frozen on the thing with the cartoon eyes. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit creepy. Yeah, it's so like oh, that's 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 so funny. The only other thing um, I would like to bring up: the director, Joe Roth. I oh, so you've actually done some research on this as yeah, well. Yeah, like I'm thinking, like what what else has he done? The the thing I want to bring up to you. Oh, don't. 
Um, he actually directed that film you brought up before, America's Sweethearts. Oh, I like that film. It's good. That was in 2001. Yeah. Uh, and then I think this was, or, 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 this was 2004. So that was like, he did that before this one. Mm-hmm. So... I don't obviously I haven't seen that one, so I don't know like what's the humour in that, if there is any humour, is that more like a serious drama or something? Like a rom com. Typical rom com. No. Like no. like serendipity rom com. I'd say it's on level of serendipity. Right. Okay. Kind of humour, I'd I'd par it with that. Okay. I'm just well, I'm just I think curious. It's got John Cusack in yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, because I saw the poster and you've I think you've mentioned that before and mm-hmm. with that. Yeah. Just drive the dog goddamn car. That's what he says. Okay. So, yeah, I love him, though, so biased. Who? John Cusack. Cusack, okay. Okay. Um, other things. I'm interested in that. I thought you were going to say he'd done a crap film. Well, I think he's done other things. I've not... No, other things like that. I don't know what that is or whatever, but I was like, oh, that's interesting to know that he did that and you said you like that film, so... Mm, thank you for that. I appreciate it. It's okay. the nicest thing you've done yeah. all, all this review. Okay. Um, just the other thing of the fact that there's, I've kind of looking at this like when the the aspect of like you know with the comparables with Christmas Carol or It's a Wonderful Life you know in terms of like the message and oh, like you the, the turn the turn the turnaround with those films you know like especially like with It's a Wonderful Life you know he's gone through a hell of a lot and then at the end he gets you know like he's, he's what is deserved really from these friends in the community. That's that's proper community. Like, he's put so much effort into like the town in that and everything. Yeah, but begrudgingly Whereas, as well, to be fair. Yeah, he's he's had a hard like He's life. not wanted to do that. No, 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 no. But they didn't like go right, oh you've got to Yeah, but then when they came to it when he was struggling, they wanted all his money out of the bank and he couldn't even go on a bloody honeymoon. So the community is not that great. No, but he was. That one he guy was wanted se- all his money out. Self, and like... Selfless, though, in that he was. Oh, George! Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah, can't yeah, fault yeah, George, yeah, yeah. but the community, yeah. you can. I want all my money, and I'm gonna go to. What, what's his name? Bad guy. Potter. Potter. Yeah. Potter. Yeah. So you know, everyone has their ups and downs. Mm. You can't compare Christmas with the Cranks. With no, I can't no. Oh, well, it's a wonderful it's, life. It's no, like, there's no, no, no question. It's like, what is better. Comparing singing in the rain with something Adam Sandler's done is like it's just different. It's not even in the same boat. You won't even put it in the same category. Well, no, but they're the only thing is that they're Christmas films. It's a wonderful life. That's not fair. It's not comedy though, is it? No, it's not. So no. Thank God. <laughs> or a Christmas Carol, like I said, as well. Like you know, there's the your Scrooge and everything, and he kind of has a turn around at the end. Yeah, I only feel his turn around in the Muppets, really. I don't, I don't know why that makes a difference. It's the same story, whatever. It's more giving, I think. Is it? I exactly the same as any other iteration of Scrooge. To be fair, that I've seen or the ones I've seen anyway. The old, the older one, and then the Patrick Stewart one that I watch with the family. The, 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 they're pretty much the same. Other the fact that you got Muppets in. <laughs> The Michael Caine one. Or Scrooged. Scro- Scrooge is different, though. That's that's more modern. It's good, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I'm not saying it's not good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, don't, 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 don't get me wrong on that. But this is not. 
Oh, yeah, sorry. There's one other thing before we kind of wrap up because I've never been for a while now. Well, you have. <laughs> I, told, I told you I've got a lot to say about this. I mean, I, I don't want to hear. <laughs> the the other thing about the, you know, when the, the police escort for Blair from the, the airport <laughs> and stuff. Who's Firstly, why is Fromeyer dictating what the police do? Because they're like, oh, you know, why have we got to do it kind of thing or something like that. And he's like, oh, do you want me to call the chief? Like, what authority do you have against the police? Well, maybe uh, he's friends with the chief? I don't know. That's not the... It's not the right thing to do. To do. Or maybe like, he oh, gave good... Like, you don't have any say. I'm the... We're the police. You're just... A citizen. A citizen. You can't tell me what to do type of thing. So why you've got you to be to a, sh- a taxi service? This film with a pinch of salt. Oh, I can't. I can't, though. This is the thing. You know. There's certain th- films I can, this I cannot. And the obviously, you know, when there's... um, They go to... You obviously pick them up and then there's like, oh, they're stolen for time. It's like, oh, there's a robbery in progress. And you, yeah. And then, the, oh, there happens, there happens to be a robbery and that's, that's like, oh, coincidence. Um, but then the the other part of where the most annoying part of this is like this the kid Spike whatever the yeah. kid of from eyes is like yeah. let's let him out. But he's innocent, isn't he? He's gonna believe it. What, Any child what, would. No, what how old do you reckon he is? What like ten? Ten year ten year old would know that he's lying. Would they? Yes, they would. Come on, would and you? he's no, I can't yes, be that. Yeah, no, 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 no. Come on. Any modern kid, anyway, with the sense, a mm. brain would would know that. So let's imagine. Oh, you can go go in the house. Why, if he Rob wanted to rob stuff, why doesn't he go to any of the houses where? Because everyone else is at um, the Cranks' house. Well, yeah, that's true. Why are they? Why have all just because he was invited into their house? Well, it's easy isn't to it? get some food. Might have the alarm on at the other house, and he has to yeah, disable well, the alarm and everything like mm. that, and get in. Whereas he can just get into this house, and it's so busy that no one should really notice. Oh, yeah. But also, if I was Spike, I'd have just given him some food. No, he's I'm so hungry. Right. Okay, no. I'll go to the buffet. Wind your window down. Here's some food. I'd have done that instead. I would have given him food. I would have done. I'd have felt for him. Yeah. All I know him from is Malcolm in the Middle. Do you ever watch that show? Is that Spike or is that the... Yeah, Spike, yeah. No, I haven't seen it. Um, I think that's pretty much all I want to say, really. Just... So do you want to go to your score now? Yeah, okay. Might as well dig dig my grave. Okay, SP's cancelled, it's fine. So if he doesn't want to participate anymore and tell films that she okay. likes because all you do is this. Not expecting it to be even higher than a three. Well, you're right on the money there. Three? It's a... Fuck off. Three. Is it a three? It's a three. You weren't going to give it a one, were you? No, no, I was just winding you up there. When I was, yeah, when I was doing the where Sophie swore there, I was just holding my fingers up just to wind her up, like one, two, three. Yeah, I was winding you up. There is a three, though. It's that is the that is the final figure. <laughs> and deck the halls, if I was to number that, there was a be a two. About lampoons. I think that's, I think that's funny. I am, um, there was a, there's things in that that made me laugh a lot funny. There's, the, there's a certain different type of, comedic element to that film because the way that the way that does it there's just 
there's certain ways that comedy can be played out, and that does it a lot better than no. works for me in my terms of sense of humour. No, so. you don't have a sense of humour. I do. You, you don't. You, you don't have a sense of humour. You don't, clearly. Yeah, you clearly don't, even because even this film that you rate as a, a comedy is not funny at all. Well, no, but I don't find anything really funny. You do. There's, there's things that you've laughed at in other films. You were laughing at... We were watching Home Alone and you were laughing... Home Alone 2 and you were laughing. But yeah, that's classic. Yeah. I'm not saying Christmas with the Cranks is a classic. Oh, no, it's really not. But I'm saying it's a good Christmas film to put it's, on. Oof, no, not even that. Not even that. It's one that I'd like to watch every year. There's, there's, I think there's better options. Well, our kid will watch it. Oof. And Daddy has to make sure he's not pulling a sour plum face. Or he has to sod off. Better options is all I'm saying. I think it's fair that you slag off every film I watch and then I have to sort of shite that you put me through. I'm, my, my means of doing it is just a thing that... There's, there's a whole world of films that are of a higher calibre than what this has to offer is all I'm, I'm saying. It's only just because of the things that you might have seen when you were younger. There's things I've seen like when I was younger and then go, ah, oh, no, actually, no, this is pretty rubbish now. It's not great. the greatest film. I'm not going to say it no, is. No, it's not a masterpiece I'm not, by any standards. No, it's no singing in the rain. It's no It's a Wonderful Life. It really isn't. <laughs> but I don't even think you can see the little bit at the end. Like I'm trying to pinpoint that to you. Like That is there's a glim- the, there's the a glimmer, But it's, it's just how it gets there is just clumsy and... And a bit of a stretch is all I'm saying. I get the sentiment of if it was played out slightly differently, then yes, I get the sentiment of like the community coming together. If they were in a bind, then yes, in a nice way. Yeah. But the the way the, the way that it played out is just not the right way of doing it. Is all I'm saying. I get the you know the commu- sense of community that's felt very well and good, but just how it was constructed. Okay. That's all. I'm so that's why it's not like really low because I do like I said like I mentioned about the cinematography of the way that it was like almost like a postcard mm-hmm. or a card, you know, a Christmas card way of yeah. like looking in at the outside, looking in at the situation and then going to the other side and in the, the snowy, yeah, yeah. And all, oh, the scenery in that is, is, is nice in that sense. That was one of the better parts at mm-hmm. the back end. Yeah, I agree. But anyway, yeah, so go on. I'd be interested to know what you have to give this, really. It's ten. Oh, come on, you're having a laugh. No. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> not. <laughs> Christ, I really thought you'd like, you'd just gone around singing in the rain. <laughs> and la la, no, like. Oh. It was just payback. It was just payback. I do, uh, right, go on. Actual, actual score now. I'd probably say it's a 6.5. 5 is the nostalgia. The 0.5. 0.5, yeah. Yeah. I think that's how it tips it over. I can't mark it higher than that because it is. It does cringe me as well. It's not perfect, but the ending for me makes me still whelm up now. It's it does give me the feels and it does give me the reason why. Yep, yeah, Christmas can be hectic. It can be bustly. It can be people can be asses around Christmas. People can. It's called the silly season sometimes because people are so het up in this day that's like. Literally, it's a day, and it needs to be perfect, and it, yep. it doesn't. It's it's not possible, and I think everyone gets a bit of an anxiety I, around Christmas. Yeah, I know you love Christmas, but you you're not to that extent, are you? You're not like think you. This must be absolutely perfect for the day. 
I don't really care as long as I've got the food Fam- in I need and, and the family, family and I've got everything in that I should have got. Yeah. I'm happy. Yeah. And a gift that's thoughtful enough that somebody would be like, oh, wow, I've, I've yeah, received yeah. this and I'm really grateful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that then to me means tick. I've done a good Christmas. Okay. Yeah. But people can like, even in supermarkets, you know, like bushing around, it depicts what Christmas can do to people. Oh yeah, yeah definitely. And how daft we can get about it. And I think then Which it's just... Which is what I, d- I don't like about this, really. Just how hell up they are but about it's the, so whole, true. the holidays. Like, someone would extreme. fight somebody for the last turkey. Like, oh, that, holiday ham, that yeah. would happen. Yeah. And I think it's also then the true meaning of Christmas comes in behind it. Like, the giving side of things. Like, oh, don't get me wrong. Walt would go on the cruise if he could. Mm-hmm. Not Walt, sorry. Um... Luther would go on the yeah. cruise if he could. Yeah, yeah. But then it's like, well, I don't want this to be wasted. He could have just been a Scrooge and he could have just he could have just lost out on his money. Yeah, that's fair. Instead, he's like, who do I think is really deserving of it? And I think that's where it, it kind of touches me because I'm always thinking Christmas is the main thing is about giving. Yeah, yeah. And that's him being giving even though he, even though he really he... wanted to go. Okay, yeah, but uh, yeah, he he's still a bit of an ass throughout. Yeah, he is, but it gets it gets a turning point yeah. at that at the end, and I think I, that works well. Yeah, I'm still not on quite on the same level as you with that, but uh, yeah, I I just I just wish they they tackled this a bit better in terms of a means of us telling the story. But anyway, that's all I'll say on that now. <laughs> Put it to bed. It's not it's not something I I certainly come back to like oh yeah i must put that on every christmas i don't mm. know how you can and i certainly didn't i, I didn't feel the sentiment as as much as it was the with the you know, the, the 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 neighbor with the cancer and stuff when he was doing that gesture it wasn't like oh that's so sweet or anything like that it's it's maybe just because i just was kind of bitter from the rest of mm, it maybe but it didn't it didn't touch me me in a way that was I think it of... wasn't more from Luther it's more them finding an excuse why they shouldn't go and like they're oh we'll, we'll no. pay you back and it's like no this no. literally is a no strings attached don't need to pay me back yeah when but... when does somebody go I'm just going to pay for you to go on a cruise like... except if you win a competition on the radio yeah exactly yeah. when does anyone yeah. do that level yeah, yeah. of kindness no that's uh... okay well that's that then good that's... luck editing yep I'm not looking forward to going over this stuff. Well, it'll be your fault. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like we've done... It's deserving of a full length, a feature length and a bit episode for, yeah. for this time of doing the stuff. So um, I hopefully if you've listened this far, thank you very much for listening through. Definitely just scrim to the fact that Paul just rips into Sophie's... One of her kind of nostalgia Christmas films. Ruins her Christmas, makes her want to quit SP film viewers for next year, so... Please don't mind. Well, don't like what I watch. Make That's it a, a merry note now so that we can end on something happy. Well, we're very grateful to everyone, once again, who has listened to the show thus far. And, and especially this one. And I'm very grateful, of course, to my future wife <laughs> for putting up with my shtick mm. and this little project we've kind of 
grown over the past couple of years and and I'm hoping that she will continue with <laughs> with, with with what we're doing because I've I feel like there's still roads to go down with with everything that we've got going on there's a lot of things that I still want to share with her and I feel like it's worth a discussion I don't want to share anything with you <laughs> um and that I love her very much <laughs> Okay, okay, yeah. you've redeemed yeah, yourself, yeah. it's yeah. all right. But no, <laughs> no. on a serious note, I'm not going to quit, yeah. we're fine. Okay. We're fine, but I think it does show where I've grown with doing no, SP I, within def- this. Definitely, yeah, I feel like I've grown in myself in terms of, you know, talking about films as well, because yeah. it's like, it's it's always a platform I wanted to talk about with people, and I'm glad I've got to share my experience with you of the film's you know, I've seen from my childhood or, you know, like things that just I feel like are really worth talking about and it's good to, to have that. There's been forth. loads of films I've seen now that I probably wouldn't have watched mm-hmm. if it wasn't for you. Yeah. So I'm really grateful for the, for the experience. Some have not been so great, which no, no, clearly but... you've had to experience that. Yeah, yeah. And others are brilliant classics that I've never seen and I love them to bits. And I think that's kind of the connection that's Whereas, the point. There's someone's a hit and submit, but yeah. this is this is the whole part of the journey because everything's not going to be like because that would be boring if it was all you were going to like every absolutely. Everything. I would love it if I did. It would be more enjoyable. But I know there's obviously like with things that you showed me as well that again similar maybe similar to cranks, but maybe not to like a absolutely riff ripping on. And I feel like those episodes add value in that sense because like you know looking at them and just like talking about it in a very 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 critical way. Of like yeah. what is what does what value to cinema does this add? Kind not of much. To be fair, I'm, I won't lie with Christmas and the Cranks. Not much. It's one of those things you just got to take it for what it is. You can't expect any more no. yeah. from it yeah, yeah. than what it is. It's never going to be a wonderful life or anything like that. No, you no, just no. can't compare the no. two. Um, but yeah, no, I've really enjoyed this year. I have. I didn't yeah. enjoy Paul's lagging off my favourite Christmas. Well, it's not my no, favourite. No, 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 that's not true. That's the no, Grinch the is Grinch, my favourite. Yeah. I'd happily, I, I obviously watch that every year, that's no problem. Even okay. though I'll give it a little middling score. But this <laughs> is just, I can't, I don't think I could. I've given it a chance. I tried. You and said it, it just, wasn't as bad as you thought. No, it's not as bad as I thought. It was, but there were still bits of just great in me, just the, the how the characters were, but. Uh, we'll leave, we'll leave it that now. We're not talking about the current cranks anymore. I'm t- I'm done with it. I'll put it to bed. <laughs> Good. Just, I'm glad. Yeah, yeah. So now we'll just say thank you to once again to everybody who's listened to the end, and be sure to um, you know follow us on Instagram and Twitter under the handle sp underscore film viewers to keep up to date with our goings on for next year. Of course, yeah. We are going to do a like we did last year for like a for the twenty we did the twenty twenty retrospective of like you know looking back on the years the year that we had and what we covered this year yeah and so. stuff um and obviously we are hoping to do some more listener questions for that as well so that'd be very much kind of like this was kind of I feel like this was kind of like a more like relaxed and not like heavily edited down I don't know it depends on how this goes into when listening back but. Um, yeah, that's going to be very fluent and just take it as it is, really. A bit more easy breezy. Easy breezy, yeah, for, the, for this. Like a, a bonus for the year. And then I haven't decided yet like, when, when we'll start like the new 
in 2022 episode, but we might take a little another break, perhaps uh, just to cool off for. Yeah, Christmas after period. that Christmas in the Cranks <laughs> one, might yeah, yeah. cool I need, to, I need to lie down. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Yeah, that was an experience. Yeah, it was, so, it was good. I think we got what, intense. I feel like that was like our first recorded argument here. Yeah, but we'll <laughs> we'll keep you in the loop with that, of course, with everything. Hundred percent. But, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm I'm really looking forward to what we've we've got. What I've got planned. We obviously talk off camera. Maybe in the next episode, we'll talk about what we've got coming up. Installed. We've, we've yeah. Installed with that. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to the future. And uh, anything else to add before we go, Soph? Other than you know like just a massive thank you for everyone that's listened supported us joined us on his podcasts yes encouraged us um being friends even though we haven't met you it's been a bit of a hard year for for many people still and looks like we're going into a bit more ropey again Mm -hmm. but just thank you for everything and i hope everyone has as normal and as wonderful christmas Christmas. as possible yeah 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 so happy christmas to one and all yeah, and hopefully we'll we'll definitely speak to you in the new year. Yeah. But have a good new year as well, and hopefully twenty twenty two will be a good one. Yeah, well, I hope we'll speak to you before New Year anyway. But a little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Be going closer yeah, to New, new year, year, won't but... it then? Yeah. So happy Christmas in advance. That hope you all have get what you want for presents and stuff, and just more importantly, obviously spending time with your families and. Yeah, yeah, that's the main ones. thing. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And eat all the turkey or veggie turkey you can. Yeah, hopefully you don't have neighbours who are harassing you to put decorations. Well, by then, I hope that they've already <laughs> harassed you because you should put your decorations <laughs> up by now. Unless you don't celebrate Christmas, of course. Oh, clearly, yeah. 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 We're not going to not going to like... you to do yeah, something yeah. you don't want to mm, do in yeah, that so sense. Yes, unless it's a certain film, but I, I still don't want to talk about that anymore. Yeah. Zip. <laughs> yeah. Right, okay. That's, that's it for this episode. Thank you very much listening so we're on the you know the good pods and pod chaser apple podcasts all that stuff all those downloads will be very very big help to the cause and also the alzheimer's of course and yeah and with that being said wrap up now for definite and we will speak to you very very soon speak to you soon take care bye 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 bye